Hey there guys, it's Jody here. Uh, just a little uh, quick intro to the intro. This is actually episode 22 due to some wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey kind of uh, warp factorings. We got our episodes out in a different order, so we just wanted to update with the right episode number for you. And uh, yeah, I really hope you enjoy this one. And one other thing to say before we kick things off, the most important thing that is currently blighting our 38 community and needs to be dealt with, um, and that is quite simply hashtag Tim Breed Betrayer. Get on it, team. Hashtag Tim Reed Betrayer. Enjoy the episode, guys. Let the bodies hit the floor. 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 And welcome to episode 21 of the Varangian Heresy podcast. My name is Jody, also known as Painting Chap out there somewhere on Facebook. And with me, as always, are my co-hosts. There's the uh, lovely and dashing Christopher. Hey, Jody. How are you? This is a lovely, snowy evening. I'm good, my friend. I'm good. I've got uh, probably about eight hours sleep, if I'm lucky, ahead of me. And then I've got my two children for an entire day. So, woohoo! Uh, now we're going to have bundles of fun, so I'm, I'm actually generally happy about that. And uh, coming all the way from his uh, throne atop the, uh, the, the kingdom of 30k Sweden is Mr. Freddy himself. How are you doing, Freddy? Nah, I'm always good, mate. I thought you were going to say, like, the, the mountain of dildos, but... Luckily, you can contain yourself. I can myself, but I knew you'd get there anyway. So I was like, you know, why, why, why take that away from you? Why spoil your fun? Let you have fun with that instead. Because you know, I like to care like that, Freddie. I like, I like to care. That's what it's all about. So well, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking forward to like eight hours of sleep or anything, or spending a day with my kids. I'm looking forward to eight hours of feminist plowing. Oh yes, feminist plowing. Uh, for anybody anyway. who doesn't understand what we're talking about don't worry you won't no. <laughs> we're gonna leave it at that it's anyway, all good it's all, it's you can, all you're, good. you're free to work. interpret that in any way you want like and probably have... any way you you interpret it is probably right most definitely yeah so. pretty much actually i think you're pretty fair pretty fair on that yeah, one, you, i think you can interpret you that pretty much any way you want yeah you can't go wrong no, that's fair. I can't argue that one. Um, anyway, <laughs> before somebody tries to set fire to us, um, let's, let's get into the important things tonight. So first of all, before we do anything else, I want to just get the social medias out there because they're always important. Uh, first of all, follow us on Facebook. We're currently two, maybe three likes away from hitting 300 on Facebook. It's not important, but it's always cool to hit a nice round number as soon as you can. Um, so that's the Varangian Heresy podcast, our podcast page. And if you're listening to this, you probably already are uh, liking the page. But shout out to your friends, anybody who's new to 30K, point them in our direction. Because um, if they can listen to us, they can listen to anybody. And uh, get them to like the post page and give us a bit of support. That would be awesome. Uh, we have our Twitter, which is Varangian Her oh, at Varangian Heresy. We've got our email, uh, that is thevarangianheresy at gmail.com, and you can use that for generally getting in contact, sending us lists, ideas for episodes, generally sending us love mail, hate mail, preferably no hate mail to me right now, I'd appreciate that, um, and whatever, we just want to get in touch. And at some point soon, we will be getting some more stickers available. Am I right, Freddie? Yeah, I've already made them. Perfect. So, if you want so some free stickers, if you want some free stickers, get in touch and we will send them out to you. And if you have, by any chance, messaged us, asked us for free stickers, and we have failed in our duty as diligent podcasting hosts and not sent them to you, 
have no fear. Just send us another email. We will catch up. We will get back to it. We will make sure you have them. Um, yeah, it's been and, it's been fucking crazy lately. So yeah, it really has. It has been... hit, hit us up again. And also, which like if we hit that three hundred mark, uh, I'm gonna know this is Sparta in all kinds of different dialects. Awesome. So you're gonna have as soon as we do that, we'll have a Freddy soundbite of all these different types of this is Sparta, and I, I might even join in and do a West Country Sparta as well because that'd be funny. Uh, um, and then we have our website, which is the Vrangian Heresy Podcast dot blogspot dot com. Um, I'm guessing, Chris, the less we say about that, the better. It will be updated when this episode is out. So, no fantastic, worries. good man, awesome, well done. Blog away. Blog, yeah, blog, blog like a motherfucker. <laughs> Get it out there. <laughs> um, so that is that all our social medias right now. Have I missed anything for our grand empire? I think that's our social medias as it stands. Yeah. Yeah, you know, whatever. Nah, you can live with it. <laughs> so into this as we, so into this are we. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is our. Uh, oh, sorry, excuse the hobby noises, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just rummaging through a package that Christopher sent me. It's a lovely package you've got there, Christopher. I greatly Ooh, appreciate yeah. it. Hoorah. Yes, it is. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yes, let's talk. Um, where are we? How is everybody? I mean, how is everybody doing at the moment? What? <laughs> and there was like dead silence. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, everybody. We're that's, doing that's fucking how bad awesome. It's been. I, I how... just got back from B, BSK. So I've been fucking harassing like a motherfucker. I had some uh, commitment issues as I went from traitor to loyalist, like, overnight. <laughs> dirty, dirty. You're just a heresy <laughs> slut, that's what you are. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm uh, used to slut for hand, anyone. On the other hand, you get, get, got to play with cor- your Corex. That's true. Oh, what a machine. <laughs> we will talk about that. We can, well, let's, should we just talk about that now? Should we just get straight on to what we've been doing in the hobby? A bit of hobby progress, because that, that's yeah. probably the best way of doing it straight away. So come on, Freddy. Hit us up with what you've been doing with your your uh, your magical BSKing. Okay, well, first of all, I was meant to take World Eaters for BSK, so I was insanely retarded, like I, like you know, I tend to be insanely retarded most of the times, and I and I decided to like, oh fuck, I'm, this is going to be my excuse to paint up an entirely new World Eater army with all the stuff that I haven't painted so far. In how long? And I, uh, two weeks. Hey, go Freddy. And you did make good progress as well. Oh fuck yeah! I'm I I, I did it until I, I'm I'm almost eighty percent done, and I was meant to put in like an all nighter before BSK until Mr. Eric Arman contacted me or like uh, I saw there were heaps of like there was uneven numbers. And I said like uh, okay, well I know I have heaps of armies. Do you want me to play loyalist? Please don't say yes. <laughs> and he's like, oh that would that yeah. He's like that would be the best ever. Oh fucking awesome! You know, even the numbers, fantastic. I was like, well, what the fuck? Okay, I'm going to play Raven Guards. And I did, like, a really nasty list, and then I did a Fluff Bunny list. But apparently the Fluff Bunny list was pretty nasty as well. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to fluff you in your face. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I thought I was, like, because I was traveling. For everyone that knows in Sweden, you know, I drove down early in the morning to Borås from Stockholm, and it takes about four hours. And, uh, yeah, so I just packed a, a nice, easy, um, my pride of the Legion army led by Korax, the, the kind of wounded, bitter, angry, emo Korax. Like, he's more emo than he normally is because now he hates everyone. Nevermore. <laughs> hey, yeah, he hates everyone except word, uh, word bearers for some reason. 
But I think that, still think that's a typo. <laughs> it seems weird. Hates all traitor legion and then lists them, but they don't list the word bearers. It's retarded. No, because it but, probably has something to do with the fact he managed to stuff his claw into um, Logar. Yeah, but he should hate him even more because he's like in the book. He's really angry at him. Yeah, and he ruined his claw. Fair point. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that was just enough for him to, you know, let it go. So, Freddie, uh, do you want yeah. to just mention oh, yeah. uh, about the event? Uh, yeah. Oh, Chris, the, you're the, such the, a spoiler sport. Yeah. Uh, BSK, we've been shouting it out for a while. It was kind of like um, a horror story narrative event. It's um, it's based on the Gothcon, like the Gothcon event that happens. It has a narrative story, and the same with the BSK. It's kind of go hands in hand. Because the story flows on into BSK and then it flows back onto Gothcon now. And like uh, we had, I think the loyalists had uh, a bit. No, there was no advantage actually for this one, but there will be an advantage for loyalists at Gothcon because of the what happened at BSK. So it's kind of narrative. Uh, they do their own missions with like uh, heaps of really nice written fluff behind it and stuff. And what happened was it's uh, it's it's kind of more laid back. You do like kind of. Yeah, whoever has the initiative uh, picks an opponent, and that opponent picks a table. I, I kind of like uh, Scandus, but without the general, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And for people who don't know about Scandus, listen to the Scandus episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, hashtag Scandus for life. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so it was kind of laid back and stuff, and you know, I had like four awesome games during the night. Uh, got home and. Massive snowstorm, slept on Eric's couch because I wasn't going to drive home at two in the morning. I was pretty naked. Yeah, so, you've been, yeah, you've been skating good. home or uh, buried in a snowdrift. Yeah, I, actually, when I left six in the morning, I, I was literally behind behind the fucking uh, plow car or plow uh, <laughs> all the way to all the way to Yenchirping. Oh, nice! And and then finally, you know, I hit the freeway and it, you know, I could uh, throttle up. And get home, which was nice. But uh, to, so I played the game like the first one I played against Death Guard. Stupid secret objectives because I lost that one because I rolled no points for my objectives. Oh, but, War of Lies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of like their their own version of War of Lies. It, it was no negative for the victory points. It was just uh, one, two, three was zero, and I think uh, four and five was uh, one victory point, and six was two, or something like that. Something to that effect, anyway. Uh-huh. And obviously, I got none for mine, and he rolled max freeze. That's all good. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I lost that one. So it's all uh, good. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, on a positive note, I fucking butchered uh, Mortarian, which seems to t- turn out to be some sort of theme for my list: <laughs> butchering Primarchs. Oh yes. Because um, because I did the whole thing, jumped into close combat with him. And then, and then I forgot about all correct special rules, and I was like, why the fuck doesn't he wound him at all? And I forgot about hatred. I forgot that he had shred and shit. And I was like, fuck, I took two wounds. I did nothing. I'm going to do this super secret, you know, runaway thing. And then I read the rules, and then I took him back from reserves, and I was like, fuck, now I know the rules. So I'm going to, first I'm going to charge his uh, stupid, because he split up between uh, those, uh, his bodyguard. What are they called? The Sky? Okay. Great. Great Wardens. Into the, is that well, the death, death shroud. shroud? No, death shroud. Death shroud so he split off. Yeah, he split split. Yeah, from, like he did his uh, super secret. His ghost walk. Mega, his ghost walk thing, and he split out, and then and I kind of, I was like, haha, I'm gonna 
wipe out his death shroud with Korax. And then I, so I, like, he challenged me because obviously all of them can challenge. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, you know. I have, like... Bring it. <laughs> I, I did that D3 extra attacks thingy with him because, you know, pick a fighting stance. Yeah. I, I rolled, like, three attacks, and <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to butcher these guys. I did one wound. <laughs> so depressed. Ow. <laughs> You just the, hear the, like you can the, just hear the, the noise in the background guy, of wop wop wop. Yeah, I know the fucking guy saved like, because you know they're only five plus invulnerable save. Yeah. And he saved five of them. <laughs> oh. Ow. <laughs> I laugh because when I come around to my talk, talk about my hobby progress, you'll understand why right. I laugh. But um, yeah. But anyway, in the end, I butchered him. I butchered Motarian. And uh, stuff. And then I played Night Lords. And I butchered Conrad. Because, you know, it's hard for him to do his hit and run when you're in the same initiative. Can't really bang on that. And also, I kind of brought another 20 Marines to the fight and a Dreadnought, just to make sure. <laughs> so, bitch, you ain't running away from this beatdown. Yeah, I yeah, know, but, but it was actually Corex uh, who did all the heavy lifting. I think the, the Contemptor did, like, one or two wounds all up for, like, three rounds of combat. But Corex did the rest. But he was down to, like, two, two wounds himself. Please, Mr. Korax, can we thump on him too, please? Uh, yeah, so I did, uh, like, uh, charging. I remember his rules now. So when I charge, I have hatred. So I did the D3 extra attacks, and I did pretty well uh, for the first round. And then after I used my hatred, I did the whole fighting stand. So he got minus one on his uh, to hit roll dice. Yeah. So it was less likely for Conrad to hit me. Hmm. And then I kind of plumbed him up and stuff. But it was a really even game. I think all games were really even, like uh, until the end. Uh, and and the third game was like a team uh, team match. Uh, it was me, Linus, and uh, Linus was uh, doing all the tanks in the world with his solar exilia. Which Linus <laughs> is this? No, is this Linus from Northern Heresy, Linus? No, 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 no. This is Linus Lechmet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to pronounce that in English. It sounds silly, but <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So he has like. All the tanks. And Jesus Christ, like, I think the, there were a couple of highlights. There was a massive fucking slugfix going on. Uh, we were fight. we, like, Death Guard were, and Night Lords seemed really popular. I think they were the, like, most numerous uh, traitor legions at the BSK for some reason. And we, we fought Death Guard and Night Lords at the same time. So they, they were combined versus our Solux and my Raven Guard. And I think the the most gamiest thing we did was that we kind of boxed in uh, Curse and in the tank shock and forced him off the table. Uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> That's fucking cruel, man. I love that. Yeah, I know, I know. I, 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 feel, I felt kind of dirty and stuff. But, but it you really sounds hilarious. You just rubbed yourself a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, so, someone was cleaning, you know, pieces of curse and whatever pieces he's, he picked up <laughs> of the tank tank for that day. And then, uh, obviously, Mortarion decided to fight it out with uh, Corex again, because mm. I skulked around and I kind of forced him to assault. Like, I, I managed to... First, I, I, I was in combat with him, and it didn't go really well, so I, I jumped out again, came in on reserves, and he came after me, and I locked him up with... Because you got... For BSK, you actually got uh, veteran abilities. So if you had a squad and it survived the whole game, 
uh, you were able to take like uh, from a list that they had at the event for veteran aids. So I picked Fearless for one of my squads because I, I couldn't figure out. They, already, they were already veterans, so they already had uh, marksmen. So there was no point picking snipers. So I thought, ah, whatever, I'll just pick Fearless. You know, it might help. So I locked up Mortarian with um, a tactical squad that was Fearless. And then I charged Korax back in again and had another go at him. And uh, we were slugging out forever. And he was down to like one wound. And I managed to do like four hits, four attacks. Like uh, I had obviously five attacks. I did like, I have to, because it was the last turn of the game. Yeah. I was like, I, I picked that D3 extra attacks. I had, I had three wounds left, and he only had one. So I picked that D3 extra attacks, and I was like, fuck, I have to finish him. And I, in, in the end, he had to do four invulnerable saves. And he passed all of them. And I was so depressed, and I was like, fucking shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I had this one Marine left, because he, he was the only thing that was left from that massive tech unit of fearless Marines. I one way, like, yeah, whatever. Throw the throw. He has two attacks, you know, because an extra close combat weapon. Throw two dice, and you know. oh yeah, I did one hit. I was like, oh, a six, a wound, and then I started thinking like, oh, oh is this this is gonna happen now? I can feel it. I can feel it in the air. <laughs> na 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 na. Anyway, uh, and he rolled a one, and then Ooh. I think all of Boros heard me screaming. Dancing, cock thrusting on the table, doing that everything you do to get best sport. Oh yeah, everything to do, everything you do to make the best friends of everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Swinging dick, you know, the, the helicopter, fucking rubbing balls against the table, doing the whole, you know, everything. I thought that was just your standard pre-game though. Yeah, you did the same yeah. thing when I was playing you in a casual game. Yeah, that's just how he says hello. I think Chris. I think yeah. we've just got to understand that. Yeah, it's all about thrusting. You have to have the right thrust stand. Yeah. Then you roll better dice. Oh, it's all uh, That's where yeah. I've been going wrong, then. Yeah. So it's good. And then the last game was like a thousand points, kind of quick uh, kill team game. And I managed to wipe. I, I faced Night Lords again. I managed to wipe them with some. He had, he had like. He, his reserves, he kept rolling once until the last. I think it was the last time they came on automatically. But then because I managed to kill his poor isolated terror squad. Yeah, I I was fucking I, everything opened up on these terminators, and there was like nothing left. And wait a fire just went. Nah, not you today. Yeah, it, it was too much. It was too much. It was fucking brutal. But but the best thing about BSK was uh, out of like the regular people that goes on tournament. I think it was just myself, uh, Jens from the Northern Heresy. Yeah. Eric Orman, obviously, who, who arranged it all. And he was also the bi player. Yeah. And Bjorn, uh, Bjorn, the Ultramine player that was at Scandis. Yeah. Besides that, like out of, uh, I think it was 16 or 18 players. Mm-hmm. can't remember. Something. So I think we had a dropout. I'm not sure. But let's say it was 16 players. Yeah. Out of that, so out of 16 players, there was only four that were like regulars. The rest was just brand new to the Heresy. And they and as you've seen the post on Facebook, they're like overexcited. It's like, when's the next event? Then when is it? <laughs> and, and a large portion of them were like, uh, like young dudes that just kind of got into the heresy, so like that's fresh fu- blood, which is really good. Crazy. It means like the hobby is kind of trickling down the ages. Fuck it's yeah. not just all fucking middle-aged men like us <laughs> sitting sitting in our laundry, <laughs> drinking, <laughs> in the laundry drinking, room, drinking whiskey and putting models together. Yeah, exactly. 
I think only one of us is actually speaking from experience here. Uh, yeah, well, the drinking whiskey and the sitting in the laundry... Well, definitely the experience of drinking whiskey and... Yeah, the at some point, at some unique. time, I, I, I think at one point in you know in the time space continuum, I think uh, Mr. J has been sitting in a laundry drinking whiskey. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with modelling, so <laughs> it's all about laundry. Yeah, of course, that's what it's all about. It's all about doing the laundry. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. what you have to do when you're having a shared laundry room, room with the rest of the building, right? Yeah, it just drives you to alcohol. It really does. It really, really does. It really, really does. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really does drive you to alcohol. Oh, yay. But, woo, so, all, all in all, I have to say, like, I had a blast. It was really good. It was really relaxed. Everyone's, like, super friendly. It's like, oh, I forgot to... It's like you, you moved your, your dudes and, like, oh, shit, I forgot this unit over here. Like, can I move it? Like, it's like no one even, even cared. It was like, yeah, just move it. Just have him have a shot. And it's like, oh, we're already done this old face, but I forgot to fight. I forgot to do, you know, fucking this dude's attack. And, oh, yeah, just yeah it wasn't it. Su- what you're saying is like it wasn't super gamey. It was just no, and, having, and, having and like, fun. Yeah, and you could hear, always hear people like shouting and cheering and la- like heaps of laughing all the time. Like the noise volume was pretty high, like it always is at a tournament, but mm. it was mostly like laughing. And then That's really awesome. sure, and then you heard like, "Oh, private kill!" Woo! And everyone's like, oh. like, you heard, yeah, you, okay. you said that a few times. <laughs> no, I, I, I tried not to celebrate too much. <clears throat> yeah, so you only got your cock out at least two or three times, is what you said. Yeah. I, just, I just grabbed my balls and you know. Yeah. Too bad you don't have a podcast to go on and brag about it on. Yeah, yeah I know. Thank <laughs> fuck. What are you going to do? Luckily, luckily, no one's interviewing my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're still, reco- they're still recovering. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel violated. No, okay. it's, it's where where oh. did Freddy touch you? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, I made them reach around as well. It could also like, I be... I gave it to them and they had to reach around. You're such it a class act, be... Freddy. <laughs> yeah. It could also be more of a... After the second punch to the sternum, he just gave up and let me kill his Primark. Yeah, he just said, "Go ahead and make it happen." I don't want it to hurt anymore. <laughs> Should it bleed like this? Is that normal? No, uh, no. Sorry, actually, I'd, I'd really, you know, it was really good. And the sad part is, I was on the same, same side as Linus. So I didn't get to not Linus, fucking Jens. Sorry, <laughs> I was on the same side as uh, Jens. So my my super secret plan was to, you know call him out, throw down the gauntlet and say, like, and try to regain our some sort of dignity for our podcast. <laughs> dignity. Overrated. <laughs> no, but that's my hobby, uh, kind of my hobby of progress. Uh, I also got uh, two boxes of Prosper Burns. Uh, I did like a, a massive Fortreld order. So right now I am assembling my super secret army for Stiff. And anybody who doesn't know what Stiff is, that's the South Texas in Flames event being run by the Forgotten Legion, our brothers over in the uh, glorious Lone Star State of Texas out in the US of A. And, USA. Uh, or whatever. USA. Or whatever, USA. whatever it's been rebranded to now after the uh, the recent fuckery that was, uh, dumb fuckery that was the US of A. So is, it also takes place in the month of, like, Trarch, which is Trump March. Trump Trarch, yeah. Everything it would be have been better if it had been like September. September, going to be, be Trump-tember. Trump-tember. 
Trump, Trump lie. Yeah. To be fair, that is probably something we shouldn't talk about because politics, <laughs> politics is politics, and you know, yeah, we don't have a two-party system here in Sweden. Thank God for that. <laughs> it doesn't. Re- it doesn't. It doesn't mean that it works better. <laughs> just yeah. means just screw ourselves. Feminist plowing. Yeah. Uh, there's there's feminist plowing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank fuck for that. Yeah. Amen to so that. before this descends into more further politics, like uh, <laughs> Brexit, uh, Jody, tell us <laughs> yes. about your hobby progress. Oh, I thought you were going to take over there, Chris. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's about my hobby progress. Well, my hobby progress is. Um, well, actually, I've been uh, still working, I should say, still working on the uh, additions for my uh, list for, for Vario. For Freddy's list. <laughs> uh, I'm working on that too. Um, no, I'm working on the additions for my list for Avarii, or one of my lists for Avarii, the 3,000-point list. Um, I'm also working on additions to Freddy's army for him, his world eaters, in the guise and shape of a fucking Thunderhawk. Um, and I'm working on um, some Laz Cannon dudes for myself at the moment. I'm adding some Laz Cannons to my own Havocs because um, they are fucking awesome, and I need some, and I, I, I need the need some because I learned another harsh lesson this week, and that's right. I actually played a game of Heresy. Uh, I adulted and shit, and got out and had some interactions with other human beings. The hobby, it was amaze balls. Um, I played a. I went down to uh, Spellenshus uh, in Malmo, Malmo for Michael um, and Tim, and um, I was playing a two thousand point game versus Salamanders. Uh, first time I faced Salamanders, and I basically put my list together on the short walk between where I was playing the game and the pizza house, the pizza shop, which was about. 500 yards away uh, to get myself some dinner before my opponent showed up and um, I made a general all-round-ish kind of let's have some fun list and um, he yeah. brought all the fighters yeah, he didn't eh? <laughs> well no he it's not that I mean, there's nothing no no there was no no complaints about the list so much it's just more a fact that I, I came up against um, a Spartan full of fire drakes uh, with a Praetor um, then I had another uh, land raider with uh, half a dozen pyroclasts in there, uh, two tactical squads, and um, a dreadnought with multi melter option on there. Um, so I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse, but fuck me, did that hurt? Um, How much phosphates did you have? I only had three quad mortars with me this time, so I only had twelve shots. But for the love of God, I could not. I, I, I just, I had. Right. Turn. Let's start from the beginning of the game because it's, it's worth giving some context to what happened. Because um, <laughs> it hurt. Um, we had the um, uh, had the roll offs and everything. I got to deploy first, which I went for. Um, he. We then we rolled our warlord traits. Now I got Voidwalker. Now, I've used this one before and ended up... Um, I did the same thing, and I put my only real effective unit into um, ongoing re- into uh, Reserves for Deep Strike, which was my Tyrants, with my Praetor on there. And I thought, fuck it, I'll go balls deep and see what I can do in the backfield. Um, so I thought, yay, smart plan. Um, and it kind of was. Uh, place I uh, had my 
uh, oh, I should say my overall list was basically five tyrants plus uh, Praetor Tribune and a Siege Breaker in Cataphracti. I had a Land Raider full of ten um, Breaches with uh, all with Melted Bombs, Thunder Hammer and Artificer Armor on the Sergeant. Two, two very much bare bones tactical squads in a Rhino um, with Nuncio boxes because I wanted them for later on. And then I had five Iron Havocs with missile launchers and oh yeah, three quad mortars with Shatter and Phosphex because you know I thought I'd go for as much all round damage as I could with those bad boys. And um, it, it was, you know, first turn could have gone better. Um, could have gone worse. I managed to uh, cause a bit of trouble, take almost take his dreadnought out. Uh, second turn comes around. I come in via deep strike. Thought tasty, right? I can do some damage. Um, and then went well. I, I managed to disembark my breaches, all of two inches away from his uh, Spartan. Something great. Melter bombs, thunder hammer, charge in, open it up. Not a problem. Um, and then I. So, so okay, I'm going to take out the um, tactical squad in the Rhino, then realise they've got extra close combat weapons that are probably going to come in and charge me, so I end up taking them out with my quad mortars. Um, and I put a load of uh, crack missiles into... Um, I can't remember what the hell I put the crack missiles into. Uh, I think it was the Dreadnought, maybe, or the, or the Rhino. I can't remember which way around they did it. Um, charged in my breaches. They rolled... A, they, they rolled three so with their minus one for their shields they managed to make it into combat um and then out of ten guys i managed to get three hits through three uh, one glance and two pens and because of their fucking melter rule special you get an invulnerable save against melter with salamanders he survived all of them so I'm left there with my dick in my hand and my breeches out in front of the Spartan and... But I thought Melter Bombs don't have the Melter rule, they have the other rule. No, but he's still got the save against them apparently. So mm -hmm. he double checked everything and I was like, okay, well, I can't argue it. Oh, so yeah. oh is there a list of Melter things that he gets a save from? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So I was like, okay, well, that's... that's no. Yeah, exactly. So basically, the next turn ends up being his fire drakes coming out and um, basically walking forward, butt fucking my tyrants. Um, I try and wipe them out with phosphex, have a good charge taking out these these other units, um, and effectively we were playing War of Lies, uh, Vanguard strike deployment, and it came to a point where basically there was no mathematical way I could win the game. And I basically had my Iron Havocs, half a, ta half a tactical squad, and um, my quad mortars left. So I kind of went, thanks for a good game, and shook hands. Because <laughs> it just, yeah, that was pretty much it. it you need, you need some uh, plasma cannons for your Iron Havocs. I'm actually going to be, well, do what I'm doing right now. I'm building some LAS cannons instead, because I think... APG More is... missile launches. You know you know what I reckon that your army is missing? <laughs> Somebody no knows more... how to play with it. 80% oh, no. uh, missile launchers? Yeah. Even more missile launchers. Free flak missiles to everyone. No, I mean uh, some regular Terminators. <laughs> yeah, well, that's actually what I'm working on right now. 
because the yeah the tyrants shouldn't you shouldn't waste one turn of shooting all the crack missiles by deep striking. Oh, that was just that. As I said, that was what I had there, and it seemed to make sense at the time. Um, but uh, no, I have a. And also, a... the normal ones are scoring. So if you ever get Voidwalker, then that's your deep strike the scoring ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, and that's that's the thing. Uh, it is it is again another little learning curve. Um, I was chatting to Matt Kane actually as I was playing the game, and he was laughing at me all the way through, uh, being the ultra loyalist that he is, um, and he thought it was absolutely hilarious. But, um, yeah, basically, I think a uh, unit of standard Terminators or Califracto Terminators with some uh, assaulty options, maybe, or close combat options, or whatever I can give them, basically. Fist and uh, chain fists. Yeah. All the way. Because yep. there's no I'm way thinking. the Slammermanders can save against a chain fist. Yeah. So, lesson learned. Good game. Nice to get out and have a night out and just uh, play some Heresy. Really cool dudes down at Spellers House. Had a lot of fun, and uh, I am looking forward to getting down there and playing a game again soon. So uh, there will be a rematch because at some point I need to uh, I need to try and reclaim some dignity, stroke, honor, or stroke, whatever. Stroke. Stroke. It. Stroke. 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 Um, so yeah, right now I'm building. I'm also building some uh, Las Cannon Iron Havocs, a bunker, and a few other bits and pieces. Um, to make some interesting list options in the future. So that's me. What about you, Chris? What have you been up to? Well, I was supposed to go to BSK. I had fixed a ride with Jens of uh, Northern Heresy, but I got some kind of sinus infection. Ooh, nasty. Yeah, that was really lovely. Just uh, feeling like I got repeatedly, repeatedly punched in the face. But uh, that, that has passed. Other than that, I've packed most of my hobby supplies, mm-hmm. except for the paints and uh, the, four, the few miniatures in front of me, because I'm moving in less than a month now. Or, yeah, when this comes out, it's less than a month until I move. But so I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. You're so well organized. With me, I'll be packing the night before. <laughs> I, I've actually even colored, color coded them and uh, put uh, a con- list of contents on every box and in a notepad. So. Holy shit! When I move, I'm I'm hiring you to come down and help me pack. <laughs> Someone has way too much spare time. I was going to say that, that he wait, well, but... that he, he doesn't waste enough of that on the dice rolling. <laughs> no, I, not enough. Ho- yeah, not enough hobby think... going on there, young man. What the well, hell? but but a lot of books organizing. Yeah, but I am currently because with the with me packing, I had to pick up something new to actually hobby with. Mm-hmm. So I got the Prospero box. Nice. And I'm currently building uh, Tartarus Terminators. Ooh, shiny. What color are they going in by any chance? It will be black and gold, so to speak. Or, or black and yellow, you mean? Yeah, but it, it's a, a gold gold shade of yellow. Yeah. A gold and yellow. And they will, but they, these might actually be more gold and yellow, considering these will be probably a bodyguard unit when they're done. Nice. And have, have snazzy Vigilator Terminator, uh, Vigilator Storm Shields for that oh-so-lovely 3++ save. Cool. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, fucking meh. Cheesy. Yeah. No, the best part is that they will be on uh, Tartarus armor as well, so they can run if they need to. But do they still get the 3 plus, or is it just a 4 plus? I can't remember how the... No, they get the, the, their shields are more expensive than the cataphractic ones, but they get the 3 plus as well. 
So every Terminator that buys the upgrade to a Storm Shield gets uh, the three plus plus. Okay. But they cost fifteen points for the reg- for the Indomitus and Tartarus pattern, and ten points for Cataphracte. Yep. And they and if you run them in Stone Gauntlet, they get the plus one toughness if they're in formation, basically. Ugh. Yeah. But but if they like if they run or sweeping advance and stuff like that, they will lose uh, the plus one toughness because they get out of errancy or something like that. Mm. They do it by default. Well, I and guess if you sweep if you sweep someone, that's less of a problem. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, having a unit of Pretty fast Terminator with the same save as a Tartarus. It's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, yeah no, same save as a Cataphracty. Or yeah, same save as a Cataphracty. Better, better than a Cataphracty. Yeah, but you can buy the same shield for the Cataphracty. Uh, well, you know, shields, shields. I don't have any shields. I'm yeah, just jealous. I just have perfection. Yeah, they will lose uh, all shooting attacks, though. Unless you get a grenade harness on them. Oh, well. Let's see. I'm, 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 I'm not sad for you in any way, shape, or form on that. No. Um, not at all. <laughs> they're, they're not supposed to stand back and stand back and shoot. So. Yeah, they're not iron warriors. That, they don't know how to do that. No, they're just they're to, to run in punch in face. <laughs> Hello, <Doomf. laughs> face shot. Um, cool. So you've had a pretty. We've all have, seem to have had a pretty productive hobby time for once. Yeah, uh, I've also actually prepped. Ten Mark III Marines and started to convert the fell-handed mini into a champion. Oh, nice! What for the uh, for the yellow guys? Yep. Oh, interesting. What are you doing with him to to turn that over? Putting a Emperor's Champion sword on him, uh, resculpting the wolf on its uh, legs and chest to uh, a tabard, and putting a shield on him because he should have a shield, I think. Cool. Mainly to get bonuses in Stone Gauntlet. Not in Stone, yeah, in Stone Gauntlet. If I want to run that. Sounds good. Just put him in a line of uh, Phalanx Warder or something. And then have him jump out and poke his sword into the eyes of people. Surprise, Basically. squish. Basically. That works. Yeah, should work at least. <laughs> yeah, it should do. I think it'll, and I think it'll look really good as well. I'm looking forward to seeing it. When we'll, it's see in, we'll see how it goes at Linkerping, I guess. Yeah, I do have uh, almost half a year to actually get them finished. It's only 2,000 points, right? That's right. Yep. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's easy to do. Yeah. That's like two and a half Terminator units if you tool them up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if you works. go the whole, whole fucking hog with the shields and shit. It's not gonna be that many dudes. No, the deal is fifteen up person, uh, fifteen up terminators so. though. Yeah, and then you probably want to give them some hammers and shit and some nice close combat weapon. Yeah, and chain fists and stuff. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, see how it all goes, I guess. So shall we? Shall we move on to some some new stuff? Yeah. Because there has been a lot of new stuff coming out. Uh, thanks to um, if nothing else, in part the um, the 40k open day, mm-hmm. or you the uh, 30k open day, yeah, or the uh, the, the unofficial uh, 30k open day. 
Yeah, the 40k, oh there, we look, we slipped, oops, we dropped all the 30k stuff on the table, uh, we can't be asked to put it back. Um, yay, day. Because <laughs> there, there was some very cool stuff that came out, and you can actually see a lot of the pictures on our um, podcast site and in our podcast group as well. Uh, yeah, and, because uh, I was yeah. working very hard, I was in work and working very hard that day, so of course I was sharing everything. And uh, I know that you wanted me to do it, but I was packing. I didn't have access to the computer and packing some more. I was working. I was doing it on my phone, dude. No excuses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my problem. Uh, no, it's one of us keeps the page alive. That's all it needs to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's some very very cool stuff coming up there. Uh, where should we start? Do you want to take? Do you want to pick on something, Chris? Yeah, I can always pick on something. I'm good at that, apparently. We got. There were so much nice stuff actually, but I'm gonna choose the, the Explorator, the Microcard one. You've been wanting to talk about that for a while. Yeah, so it might be not come to as a big a surprise. It looks like some kind of an abomination between the Triaros and. There's a. There's a thing in. A cartoon from the like 80s. It looks like it as well. Thunder, thunder, Thundercats. Yeah, it, oh. yeah, it might, it might be Thundercats. That uh, landing thing, but uh, it's actually really cool. I've seen, there's uh, been a lot of photos going on around currently on Facebook on it, yeah. and uh, it has it comes with a really nice uh, graviton cannon for the top. That that one is. Basically, the size of uh, or bigger than the Grav Bombard from the Leviathan. Because everyone needs one. Yeah, but everyone doesn't, every, basically. Everyone needs a tank with a Graviton imploder and uh, irradiation engines on the front. Uh, so, got, so there's if I got one, there's some things I would do to convert it, basically look, make it look a bit more sleek on on the front because it got this huge ram on the top. Well, well, I wish I had like a graviton imploder and some a radiation engine on my personal car when I do my daily commute. Uh, why not? Or just have a tank. That's true, but it's uh, too expensive. Yeah, petrol. Yeah. If not, no, nothing else, it will cost a fair amount, amount just in fuel. Yeah, and the environment tax. Oh yeah, you probably get uh, hit by like, like, pro- pro- which I probably wouldn't be hit at all with if I had a radiation engine on my car. <laughs> no, no, just uh, throwing uh, radioactive waves at people. That's probably not yeah. nothing. It's all good. Yeah, but it looks really cool. It's uh, something that's been wanted for the Mechanicum for a long time since it was basically in book one under on on the name of a Mechanicum Land Raider, but. Then they actually got more of a coherent list, and they renamed it. So there's been a lot of conversions. Mostly, most of them are just like land raiders. Right. So, nice so, so, like the rules for it, it has like a troop transport capacity, doesn't it? Like yeah, um, ten men. Ten, and... ten men, same, same as a normal land raider. Yeah, goes down to eight with the explorator Ogre web upgrade. Oh, yeah. Same yeah. as the Pro- Proteus. Yeah. Then I can take the, the flare shield. The explorer array is the same, isn't it? Yeah, it's the same. The scout, the scout and plus minus one for rolls. Yeah, oh, fair enough. 
Mm. Then you can have uh, last cannon, uh, twin link last cannons, uh, bolt cannons, or, or radiation engines as sponsons. Oh, Lord Almighty, that's that's tasty. Yeah, the, it comes with uh, single last cannons as standard. Wow. Single? Uh, yeah. And then, they, and then it can upgrade to having uh, twin link class cannons as in sponsors. Nice. But it's uh, it's because it's quite customizable because you can have a, like a close close support tank or a long range tank counter built for it if you want to. Because you can have the last cannons plus a conversion beamer in it. Shiny. You just have it stand back and shoot. I was find that a conversion beamer is pretty hard to you know, get a good fucking range for. Yeah. It is, but you can help it out a bit for boosting it in shorter ranges if you put the Magus reductor in the tank. Ah, oh, that's true. That is true. Hmm. So anyway, that that was a very very deep deep talk about the uh, Explorator. Um, what else came out that? Let's get the easy stuff out of the way. New dice. Yeah, you're happy. I'm very happy. Well, I'm as happy as I can be as a poor man who can't afford to buy them, but I'm yeah, happy. but the, they're extra heavy. Yes, <laughs> they're made of iron, aren't they? Iron within. Yeah. They got, they got the iron core on the one, so it always lands down, one down. Shh. Always sticks it up. Shush. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and these are the proper uh, fortwell dice as well, so they have the marking on the six. Yeah, which they? makes them awesome. <laughs> Not markings on the one. No, thankfully. So that's important. Um, otherwise, you know, we end up hating our own legion, which is just wrong. Um, but you or know. actually, that feels like very iron warrior esque. Yeah. yeah I, iron warrior esque, so. maybe. I guess so. Iron warriory, perhaps. Basically, yeah. what you're trying to say is we're bitter, bitter and twisted, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally legit. I'm not going to argue that. Um, anyway, <laughs> so the dice came out. The Volterax came out. Yeah, that's uh, the trial rules for that one, or the temporary rules for that one, is, are quite insane what, for the price. With like flare shields and stuff on there. And the Haywire Havoc missile launchers, basically. Yeah, because uh, they, they, they need any extra fucking toys, is it? Jesus. Yeah, but uh, as a lot of people have said, and we're probably going to mention it right now, there are. Usually, some changes to the rules or points costs between their uh, not yet sanctioned rules and the pr proper rules in the book. So, basically, what we're saying is everybody's hoping they're going to be about three times as expensive. Yeah, because they're like <laughs> sub 100 currently. Yeah, sub 200, is, I mean. Which is cheap. Yeah. Uh, Waldrex Stratos Atomata Manic Bull, 170 point each. They can add two more, and uh, they can have a Blessed Old Simulacra. And uh, they can have battle automata power blades if you want to. <laughs> so they can go melee because they're monstrous creatures. I mean, yep. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, and the best part, the Volterex. They got the Volterex Arc Blaster, which is a heavy three shred haywire strength six AP five gun. <laughs> and the set and a pattern have a launcher. Let's take a weapon and give them all the special rules. Yeah, it could have <laughs> like red all of them. All the Rending an armor bane as well. Why not? Because who fucking doesn't need that? Shred salvo, rending armor bane, and fucking uh, template. Ordinance. It will not die, you know. <laughs> it will, actually, 
get an Archimand right, uh, Marcus, in the list, and it will have it'll, it will not die by default. Yeah. Or wait, or maybe just that's just vehicles, and this is a smaller switcher, so it probably wouldn't have. Or what about if you use um, the, the Raven Guard and then give them fucking Camellia lines? And <laughs> if you could take them, uh, can't you? No, I don't think so. They're not listed in the entry for. Oh, for the, hmm. What a shame. There's there probably some way we can make sure that they get even more special rules. Yeah. But they do have the Sethano pattern Havoc Launcher with this Strange 5 AP5, Heavy 2, Blast, Blast 3, Twin Linked Sethano Jin. And the Jin is. Uh, what are we just at now? It's without its tonic. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> successful cover saves against its weapon must be rerolled. There you Oof. go. Yep. So besides having all the special rules, they also have their own special rules. Yeah, they also have also have rules that that makes you force rerolls on cover saves. That's lovely. You get the feeling it's like special rules Friday, and they just went fuck it, throw it all on. Who cares? Yeah. And the lovely thing is, you can have three in a unit. This is it's why the I magic keep, number. This is yeah. why I keep hearing a wet spaffing noise every time Tim talks about them on the Eye of Horus. <laughs> you know, they, they do look quite cool, though. Oh, they do, actually. I, I won't lie. I mean, I love the whole Blight Drone uh, evolution-esque feel. They're you know. way larger, I think. Yeah, but yeah. you get the feeling that's what they've, they've sort of devolved from or evolved from or whatever. Yeah. You know, you get that feeling, which is pretty freaking cool. Sorry for the scratching ha- noises, by the way. That was that was me. Okay. Head headbutting the the table. Uh, <laughs> so, Freddy, do you have anything in particular that you liked from the open day? Do, do you want me to go through all the custody stuff? I only one. Oh, only one. Yeah, you only allowed one. Oh. Says who? Uh, uh, I. Okay. I do. Yeah, well, so, shut up. We're not we're all you. Uh, uh, the dreadnought then. Yeah. Yes. But, but yes. the thing is, like, I have to say though. Um, if anyone has been a, a fan of Skibor, like uh, Skibor miniatures, it looks mm-hmm. like... Uh, has anyone seen their Emperor range or whatever they call it? Like mm-hmm. the, yeah. the freaking yeah. big... Because uh, they did some sort of Dreadnought-esque vehicle, yep. kind of like Dreadknights slash yep. lookalikes. And, it, and Dreadknights all, yeah, scale, yeah. Like all of that and all of their Palatine guards and shit are very similar to all the Custody stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but the custodian stuff is very similar to the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is necessarily not a bad thing because you know I really liked that that Skibor range as well. So yeah, I did too. I mean, it's very but cool. uh, yeah, I, I like uh, I like me like me want some. No, but I think it, it it's kind of it reminds me something in between uh, the freaking uh, Grey Knight walkie thing and uh, the Dread Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Dread Knight and um, uh, or, uh, Contemptor. Yeah. yeah, it's based on the Contemptor, I think. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it. I mean, I'm literally actually. If you one fun thing, I, I was. But it doesn't at... really look like the one from uh, Visions of Heresy. No, no, it does look just like a gigantic Terminator. Yeah. If you think about it, you it... look at it. But so does the one in Visions from Heresy, except that it, it, it's more. How would you say, like, it has broader shoulders, it was more chunky, something like in between a Contemptor and a box tread, mm-hmm. yeah. but with more rounded uh, features. Hmm. 
because it has Intriguing. those really broad shoulders in the artwork, which I well, thought was I really you, cool. I tell you one thing though, just if you actually look at the picture that we've got up on our Facebook page, if you actually look in the background of that, it's got the it's got a Dorado there, there, a Dorado dreadnought, yeah, which looks like it's got last cannons on it. Yeah, that's the last cannons that were shown on the last. Yeah, it's not the last. The Warhammer Fest, I think. I can't remember if it was or not. I wasn't sure if they were. Yeah, they, uh, they were. It's the last ca- last cannon option. That's just the new and option. And they are really good. Those last yeah. cannons. Yeah. Straight ten eighty one. What? Can I, yeah. What? One thing I thought though about uh, after they released the custody rules and stuff is that, like, fuck, I've seen like in the artwork there's custodies and then there's terminated custodies so i'm just wondering what the fuck are they gonna what kind of rules are they gonna have because the custodies are already like they are kind of in terminator armor yeah maybe they get a better save and uh then, then two plus <laughs> no i mean for the invuln yeah well in artwork it actually looks like they look kind of like just but in more golden armor sort of thing yeah but they look like they're more in regular battle armor rather than terminator armor yeah because they don't have the cowls on top of the heads and stuff. But we'll see. It will be interesting to see. Cause... Oh, yeah, they have, yeah, they do. They have, like, that top, top knot thing. Yeah. Yeah, a top knot is not a cowl. So. Oh, dear. Okay, let's, let's, okay, let's move on from the semantics. <laughs> let's move on. I think what, what it's do you my mean turn. It's, what do you mean semantics? It's not remotely the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to shut you guys up so I can move on with this section. It's going to last forever. Yeah. Anyway. Well, right, and, and then you can take the grab tank. There you go. I wasn't going to take the grab tank. No, Although it's very, very cool. Though. It's very, very cool. And I do love the rules for their, their weapons. I was actually going to talk about Freki and Geki. Oh, Because yeah. I love them. I think they're awesome. Um, they the are... bases are really detailed. Oh, yeah, the well. bases are amazing. Yeah, um, they make the most, most of the mini, actually. Otherwise, it would just be a wolf. And it's uh, it's really awesome and now because there's a pros, you know you've seen the there's a Prospero diorama that they did and there are a couple again a couple of pictures up on our Facebook about them but there's a really great picture of Russ and Freki and Geki unpainted and just seeing them next to each other now yeah. makes Russ's pose work. Yeah, because there was me. always something that was missing from its pose, like, to be honest. There was a little dynamic that was missing, and that is it, and that is now working, and, you know, it's good. And I think I think it's really good, actually, and I really, really like it. Um, so I'm, I'm very happy to see those side by side. And, you know, looking, I know everybody, I know there's a huge sort of, not so much uproar, but a huge outpour of disbelief that they didn't release them at the same time. But now you look at them and the size of them, you know, mm-hmm. they have got, close on the same amount of resin as a Primark model in each one. Yeah, and they did, you know. didn't Fortwell actually say when people questioned that, that they wouldn't really be, they wouldn't come in a unit because it, it would be if we were making them it would be for an, as an upgrade to the Primark and not uh, something that people were forced to buy. Yeah, uh, something like there was that, there was the monetary reason, you know, oh, excuse me Excuse me, uh, monetary reason, you know, just the amount of what it would cost to actually put them out as a as a dual thing would just be ridiculous. Yeah. So they decided against that, which I think is a cool, a good idea of them to, to make that sort of call. But um, I, I hope the price, the final price of fracking Geki isn't ridiculous. Um, equivalent to a Primark would be fine, I think. 
because they they are almost they are effectively display pieces themselves. I, I was just hoping they were going to come with like um, you know how the Loken base and stuff like a larger base where they actually slid, slid into like you had Rush in the middle and then the wolves on the side. Well, yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe it will in the end. Well, here's what here's what I think could be a cool thing for Forge World to do is now they've got um, Russ out and they're going and the wolves and they're going to be doing Magnus is to then do a base separately, an actual you know Prospero base. Call it call it the Prospero base for now. Prospero uh, display base. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is basically locking the two Primarchs and the wolves, or even just the two Primarchs. Or I just think... make uh, Magnus actually look like he's been close to Ross and then got his back shattered. He's lying on the ground, beginning to fade, face out and teleporting away. That's going to upset all the... Th- we can't really do that because that'll upset all the Thousand Suns players. It's like, they, can, they, they, can, a... they can always buy the demon one. <laughs> I feel the love coming from you tonight, Chris. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just trying to upset as many people as I can tonight. And you're working on it. Well, you're doing a good job so far. We, we can just do it like this. I still don't like the Ross model. Even though the pose makes more sense now. Each Better. to their own. Yeah, exactly. Everyone is entitled to their opin- opinion. Their opinion might be wrong, but they're still entitled to it. Yeah. So, okay, if, if that's if we're only allowed for some peculiar bloody reason to have one favourite each. I, I didn't say, say, say one at a time. Oh, uh, whatever. Um, there is a lot of other cool stuff out there. I mean, there is so much cool stuff for the custodies. But then, uh, when we skip from the cool stuff, we could just mention the Nightheads. Yeah, not sure about those at all. Oh, there's one head that I like, that has, the one that has all those eyes. They just feel a bit, I don't know, I don't know if it's, it just feels a bit mashed together, like we're just forcing these things out now. Yeah. Well, I, I only have one issue with them. Uh, I have no issue about how they look and stuff. I only have one issue with them, and uh, it's that they feel more 40k than they feel 30k. And yeah. they feel more more like they should be in the artwork section rather than the actual mods that are that the mod, as they stand currently. Because they look like s- some of the old artworks, or like you can find in Visions of Heresy, the ones that are more Blanchian in style. Yeah. Which I don't I mean, mind, I'm... but it, it feels. It feels more. Um, yeah, I don't know. They, 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 they don't feel really more. Fit in. <laughs> they feel more uh, 40k-ish. But like, I I am still keen to get them, and that's just because to do like some sort of backwater, really dark mechanicum sort of um, lost STD. STC. Sorry, lost my. Yeah, yeah. We all know where your brain is. I know. I know. Sorry, getting out of the gutter now. Why start now? Why start now? It's too late. Should have done that like. You're already down there, buddy. Should have done that like 38 years ago. That's periscope depth for you. That's exactly. No, but I still think like it's good. Like I like variety anyway, so I'm not complaining that there are options for that. It's just that. I think that to make them a bit 30k, obviously you can do it with a bit of background, but they, I don't know. For me, they sense like they're a bit more 40k-ish because, yeah. because 40k feels more like the style and artwork. It's kind of like, you know, corrupted old. It's more steampunk than 30k is because 30k feels more like it should 
stride fresh to one more. The, fresh off yeah. the factory line, effectively. No, no, but not fresh off the factory line, but it, it strides to more like, oh, it's more progress, more, you know, nice curves, more technically kind of semi-advanced than these kind of like welded by some fucking dude in a forgotten forge world somewhere. Yeah, well, I think you can make them work if you use them from, from the beginning as your theme and paint them in a style for your entire army. Yeah. I think you made a good call, Freddy, with this of being very uh, very fitting for maybe for Dark Mechanicum um, and have a play with the... Uh, I, I think it's just weird because they've got those long... the long chins. So it looks like they've got... like They look Necron-ish. That's what they yeah. remind me of. They remind me of Necron heads. No, but it's good. Like, like uh, I think they're they're a good basis for doing some sort of fluffy thing with your knights list, and 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 it's a good way to make not all fucking knight list looks the same with the same fucking head, same knights. So I think like it's going to be good. It's going to be a good mix up. It's going to see some changes and some customizations to knights and stuff, which I, I'm fucking all pro, and and I think that like. Uh, I think it's a good foundation to, if you have some limited green stuff skills, to make them even more dark mechanicum looking. And also, I like the whole thing that as supply lines are getting kind of you know fucked up and it's harder to get like proper replacements for your night chassis, the, the head looks a little bit like it's been repaired a couple of times and it's missing certain like armored pieces and stuff, and more of the optics and shits are shining through. Yeah. So that, that's what I like, or, or it's more like, you know, it's like a rogue fleet coming back and, and those knights have more senses and shit on them and, like, more things going on with their heads than yeah. a normal battle line knight has. I'm uh, looking at them now on Fort Will site, and I think that it the thing that throws me the most about them is the knight they are attached to. Because it looks, uh, it, it's not really the same style as the head. No. no, they they, they no. definitely work better with the the mechanical knights than they do yeah, the, like the, the, the normal ones. The Styrix and the Magera. Yeah, they could work with the Lancer as well, actually. I think because he's got that yeah, yeah, forward yeah, I look. Think, yeah, I think that the problem is they. I think they they work excellent with all the Fortral knights, but it's mm -hmm. the one normal plastic ones because they are they are kind of very flat and very even lined armor. Mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. it breaks them up. It, it feels like they don't belong there. Mm -hmm. But on a on a like a mechanicum knights, then it's okay because it's so many cogs and fucking cables and shit mm -hmm. going around, so it kind of blends in a bit. And for the other Forge World knights, they they're not. How would you say like they they're not as flat armored, like with the nice round you know shoulder pads. Everything is kind of nice, round and crisp. There's not so many breaking up those lines. But on the Fortral Knights, there are heaps of breakups on the armor plates and the lines and stuff. Yep. Like the Acheron, Acheron, I think Acheron would probably work as well. You well? Or the, like Serestus pattern in I general? Think, I think they could work with the regular GW Knights as well if you paint them differently. As in, the head and the and cowl is the same style and actually not using the cowl that's designed for the head that comes with the knight yeah. that's one thing that makes them look quite weird on the Fortful site that they're using it's, well it's, you can see that it's not designed to go with that head yeah. and neither is it yeah. painted to go with that head 
No, true. And it's it's sad because I I really want to see these on like the nights we have discussed now, mm. just to see how they look in. Well, well I, I, I am extremely tempted. I'm probably going to buy maybe one or two, and then because I'm thinking about uh, expanding my night house, and I I will probably experiment with them on my Mechanicum nights just to begin with, to make them look different. Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing it. And if anybody actually gets out there ahead of Freddy and gets it done, please post a couple of pictures up on the uh, Facebook site and let us see. Because I, for one, would actually be very interested in seeing what they look like. Yeah. Same here. Um, yeah. Is there anything else in the whole new stuff thing that we really need to touch on right now? Because I think we've got the big new stuff thing to talk about uh, very soon. We could always mention that they are releasing the weapon kits. Uh, yeah, oh, they are. They're doing the um, uh, ones the uh, Phoenix Spears. Yeah, and and uh, what are they called? The sites that uh, Death Shroud. Is it Death Shroud? Uh, the Grey Walker uh, Death Shroud. Grey Walker. Yeah, the the basically the the Man Their Reaper Shroud. Yeah, the Man Baby yeah, Man Baby Man Reapers. Baby, they are called Man Reapers, aren't they? Are they awesome? I don't know. I can't remember. They did have I the same stat as a Combat Blade, right? In the misprint of the book. <laughs> or was it the other Probably. way around? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> it was just really, it was hilarious though. But it's nice to see that they're finally uh, coming uh, out with. I for one feel it's it. very sexy and you know to call them man reaper. What about the women? Yeah, but it's um, it's yeah. man as in man, not man as in no, 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 person. No. Well, why is man called man? That's so unfair. Feminist plowing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's <laughs> all about the feminist plowing. Yeah, I come back to the feminist ploughing, and we, we leave it at that. But it's, so it's nice th to see that the Fortwell is finally releasing individual sets, upgrade sets for their own weapons. Yep, and there are Thank some you. other st there are some other cool bits that were actually on show on the at the open day, like some pictures of uh, some very very funky. Um, yes, just pattern storm storm. What do you call assault cannons and uh, storm shields? Yeah, and some other bits and pieces. The um, just trying to think what they were. God damn it! Uh, there were some uh, ultramarine dudes. Yeah, the ultramarine shields are coming as well. The breacher yeah. shields. But yeah, they are in a more of a forty k style, I think. But on the other hand, they have the Suzerain shields already. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it's coming for forty k. Who knows what they're doing? To be fair, um, what's the difference model-wise, except for some patterns of armor? <laughs> True, true. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter if they release for 40k or 30k, people will still use them and they still look good. Very true. So I'm sure I want, I want Ultramarine. Not Ultramarine shields, I want fucking Empress Children shields. Why should they have shields? Yeah, because they need to, you know, display their awesomeness. So they can have more bling, obviously. Couldn't they just have, like,. Uh, Maybe they could just use custody shields from from Prospero. No, no, they they shouldn't. They no, should send. You want them. They should send custody shields to me. Yeah, yeah, that's what they should do. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on from uh, all the new stuff because I think it's time we did that. Um, the weekender has been dates for the weekender have been released. So have tickets, and just like that, they were sold out. Yep. Um, Congratulations to those who got them. Commiserations to everybody who actually thought you had a, they had a chance of getting them. Um, you basically, by the sounds of it, had to be there and hit the button 
exactly on nine o'clock for it to happen. Um, all I hope is that whoever's going spams out a shit ton of pictures so we can have a look at them and just enjoy what's going on there and see what's happening. So, yeah, let's just uh, see what happens and that could be a whole lot of fun. Um, yeah, I think that's the easiest thing to say about the weekend because otherwise yeah, we're going to get we're going to get bundled in with some sort of you know we're elitists or we don't care or something or whatever and I, I'm not really in the mood for that right now. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm and a, I'm still I still feel violated, bitter, and twisted. So yeah, oh, you should join the Iron Warriors. We're good at that. Um, anyway, let's let's move on. Um, we have a an announcement to make, which we've which is already out on Facebook, and the event itself is up. But we are very happy to announce that um, we are bringing over the MKA uh, MKA Studios painting team of uh, Matt Kane and Andy Wardle and Henry as well. Uh, I apologise, Henry. I can't remember your name for life and love the money right now, but I will find your information when we actually retort, record. We're going to be having a whole episode de dedicated to the what's coming up to be the MKA Painting Masterclass Boot Camp running here in Sweden. Um, so it's open to anyone who wants to come along, fly in from wherever, Norway, Finland, uh, Germany, France... Czech Republic, Russia, wherever the heck you are, we want to come on in, do come on in. Oh, Denmark as well, but really you could take the train and fly. That's just being lazy. Um, <laughs> oh, and, and uh, the Baltic states, etc. Yeah, Baltic states. Basically, anywhere you can get into this country from, you want to come and take part. It's happening in April 2017. It's happening between the 6th and the 10th of April. Um, right now, we are still working out all the details as far as price is concerned, but there will be um, a book your place uh, ticket, which will be a part of the overall ticket cost that you'll pay off to reserve your spot. And that will be going live at the beginning of next week, which will basically be the 14th um, of November onwards that week. So that will be available through the event itself. If you want to find out about the event, go on to our Facebook page, go into the events section, and you can have a look at the MKA class there and all the details. And as we've said, we've got Matt coming on next week. We're going to do a record a, a session with him all about that and what we about him and in general. So what we're going to say is if you've got any questions um, for Matt about the episode and generally about the painting course, Go on to the event and leave a question. And we will, or we may even be organized enough to put a, an actual post up which you can reply to with your questions format or for ourselves and let us know uh, what you're thinking about it. And then we'll try and get them all answered in the same, uh, same place. Sound about right, gents? Yep. Yeah. Have I missed anything on that? Uh, no, yeah, well, I'm going to learn how to airbrush. It's going to be yeah, awesome. yeah, me too. Same here. But on the other hand, if you have missed anything, we we probably discuss it next week anyhow. Yeah, true. Fair point. So basically, if you guys can think of anything you want a question answered, hit us up with it on that thread. We'll get it up and running. Yeah. And oh, uh, it's... Oh, and if you want to see anything of uh, you know their their work, just uh, search MK in Facebook or you know go to their blog. Like they have a blog spot. They have a fucking whole page. And everything. So yes, and search you, MKA Studios. 
and you can also have a look on our website on our facebook page as well because uh no our facebook group sorry because matt posts and has posted a number of his recent ultramarine projects on there and my god are they some sort of sexy um so go on there and for, have for a ultramarines look. yeah yeah pretty much but they are very shiny and very pretty that's true so I think that's all we need to say on that for the moment because we're going to be doing something else, uh, doing an actual episode on that. So we need to catch up on some stuff we promised to do a long time ago. Fuck yeah. You. Yeah. Stuff and life and stuff. Stuff and life and things and the world and all that sort of stuff. And more so, stuff. <laughs> and more stuff again. So we've actually got two lists that we're going to fluff and filth for you. And... Um, we are going to start off, and by we, I mean Christopher is going to start off yeah, and with the first be, list. To be fair, we don't really know if these are even needed yet anymore, but we are going to do them because we said we we're going to do them, and we're actually going to enjoy it. Yes. You think? <laughs> we're going to enjoy it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I tell uh, my missus, like, every night. Yeah. Uh, no comment. Um, so, this is the list from uh, listener Fergus Shaw. And he sent in a solar auxilia list. Yeah. And uh, we're going to start it off. Uh, I recently started an SA force, thanks to you, and I've come up with 2,500 points list to build towards. Any suggestions are welcome. Basically, the whole list, apart from Dracosans and Infernus, stay behind the wall with the three mortar teams next to the ammo. So this is the description. Oh, it the sounds command, cheesy already. And the command squad uh, signing the vanquishers. PS2 defense line would be as a for me. That's information for that scribe on Let Me, your sincerely New Zealand fan, Fergus. And then he sent in a bit of a fluff for it as well in a separate email. So I'm going to read that before the list. Uh, or ba- fluff, more background, I think. Don't matter. I sent you my list for my solo auxilia, so here's my fluff for it. It is called The Guardians of Angtheon. They're part of the 1522nd cohort, but they are a special organization as they are descendants of the noble houses of Terra, and they're own, their one goal is to cleanse their bloodline as mem- the members of this group has, has hate the hatred of the Emperor's children. As their ancestors in Europa gave their firstborn son of every generation to Emperor's children, such was the case of Kevin Morlock's brother Julius, who joined the Easy Wild Cali, who was the father of my commander, Talos Morlock, and was a high ranking officer in the 16th expeditionary, expeditionary fleet, whose son rose through the ranks at the outbreak of the heresy, and as they learned, of the Emperor's children's betrayal, their members of the expedition swear to cleanse the reputation of their houses and forming in, forming into a special unit with the finest weapons, armor, and vehicles, both due to their stature and small size. They are us- unusually veteran heavy, heavy due to their number and skill. So, yeah. It's a 2,500 point list, solo auxilia with an HQ that's got the auxilia tactical command section and two tank commanders. Mm-hmm. And uh, for troops, there's an auxiliary infantry tertiary with a Dracosan armor transport with a ceramite, demolisher cannon, and multi laser or pin- heavy flamer. And uh, there's a military storm section in that one. And then we have a second one. And then we have an auxiliary infantry tertiary with an Aegis line and an ammunition dump. So I guess they, those are regular guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we have one, two, three. Quad mortar rapier teams, two in each team. Yep. That's six, six quad mortars. Sounds very, very, very much a thumbs up for me on that one. <laughs> and then we have a fast attack. Yeah, yeah. Fast attack. That's the 
Auxiliary Limera Strike Squadron with the Vanquishers with last cannons, two, two of those. And then Primaris Lightning Strike Fighter with Battle Servant Control, Plant Technologies, crack, three times two Kraken penetrators. And an Auxilia Artillery Tank Battery as heavy support with uh, two Medusas. And then they have the Malkador Infernus. Because there is nothing wrong with the Malkador Infernus. And the Aegis is fucking crazy. Yep. So that's that's is that the full list there? Yeah, that's the full list except for the, the, the uh, Aegis defense line and stuff because that Battle Scribe requires you to actually, or at least the old Battle Scribe requires you to put that as a second as a separate force in, into your main force to actually have it in the list. And he and he did explain that in the beginning. So it's got the Aegis yep. defense line with an ammunition dump and stuff as well. To get those two and a half po- thousand points. There's yeah, a Very... lot, lot, lot of anti tank there. Mm-hmm. There is. I, I, I must admit, I really like, I, I really like this force, and for some reason, it very much. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm taking the wrong read on it, but I've got a very um, World War One kind of feel, um, and I say that with the large amount of quad mortars, so the the artillery firing in shells, the uh, the the big well maybe maybe more more World War Two then if I'm going to be we're going to go with the tanks here, but the um, the church like Churchill transports and stuff like that where you have got the Dracosians. Um, mm-hmm. And then you know, nice big units of guys coming forward, um, and the Aegis defence side and everything there, providing yeah. cover for the, which I'm guessing is providing cover for the batteries, and then just nice big tank squads or yeah, uh, a little bit of air support from uh, whatever whether it's a Hurricane, um, a uh, what do you call it, Spitfire or P fifty one, P fifty one Mustang. Um, uh, the P-52, right? So, so I, I assume he's going to put the tank commanders in uh, the Vanquisher. Yeah, I'm expecting that ta- to Tank hunter and stuff. Yeah, yeah but can, you, can then, you do that when they're in a unit? You can put it in one. What about putting the other one in the uh, Malkador and Furnace? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, uh, that's right. No, no. The, the, are they in units? Strikes one? They're listed as... Uh, uh, strike Squadron... Actually, a Ross squ- Strike squ- Squadron with two Lehman Ross Vanquishers and Ascanners. I'm pretty sure you can put them in each. Otherwise, he can like he has enough slots anyway to split, uh, split them up. Yeah. But I I assume he's going to put them just to get the the tank hunter. But with the fucking, oh, I don't know if he needs to with the rank. Uh, obviously, the higher ballistic skill. Mm. I guess so. He has a lot of like, and and he's putting the the quad motors in batteries of two, which is the optimal size as well. Yep. Now, I think it's nasty, but he's going to struggle as fuck against drop pod lists. Yep. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. That's the. I mean, with with something like the uh, with the Legion list, you can you can put a Master of Signals, for example, mm. with um, yeah. with well, the quad well, batteries if, and if give he, them if, interceptor and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, if he does it properly, he's going to box box up, so he's not going to like be taken like. He has to think a lot about his deployment if if he faces them. But you know, against everything else, he should be pretty right because he he could play pretty hard defensively and like yeah. with the fucking demolisher cannons and shit, it's pretty nice. 
But he's he's not going full spam here. I can't see like where, where are all the where are all the fucking grab guns. No, the the missile launchers, the nasty missile. I mean the grenade launchers. <laughs> but I guess that's a bit much. But I have to say, like I I love the quad quad motors. I'm I'm on on the other hand, is a massive fan of the fucking rapier multi lasers. <laughs> Just because they're so fucking cheap, and you can get so many of them. Yeah, and I, I would, I would probably try and get. Yeah, I was definitely gonna one shot a Spartan and then bomb the shit out of it with his, uh, his primus lightning. But that's basically, yeah, the lightning is really his only long range anti tank besides the vanquishers. So he'll, he'll probably struggle against, like, uh, an Iron Hands, what they call the armor armor thing as well. And the head of the Gorgon. Yeah. When you can outflank them. Yeah. As well. You can have and, and I'm not, yeah, and he, he, he will also struggle against, uh, what are they called? The fucking glaive and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he, he has enough shatter shells and stuff, but yeah. still, it's it's not you know it, it's it's far more it feels far more fluffy than optimized. Yep. Yeah. And, and I really the, like that. And he's well, not not to be like that, but he's only using the Aegis defense line and not uh, a proper fortification. Do <laughs> <laughs> give some save, but uh, he he will he will struggle massively uh, in taking objective stuff. And try to offensively take it because he he yep. doesn't have that many troops. So it's all about you know totally annihilating. But I guess yeah, I guess you can go like some sort of armored spirit that the Malkador Infernus kind of lead the well way and then just. It's I mean it's not the same, um, but it's kind of it it kind of reminds me. <laughs> I would sort of look at it along the lines of the old leaf blower lists. As in, you just try and bombard the shit out of everybody and blow them off the table. Um, yeah. And yeah. then... But, th- those had a, of... but those leaf guard leaf blower lists are the really good benefit of actually having really fast sheep transports. True. For objective grabbing. So that's might be something to consider changing. Because they only have oh, two, really, two really mobile units. Yeah, but, like the Dracosan is really nice though. It's really yeah. it's like one of the best transports in the game. Yeah. So no, I, I, I still like it like it's like all all lists. Like it's it's gonna struggle against some some things, but it's it's nice all around list. Like like I, I don't know, like it would be hard to face. It could be it could be fun to both play against and with as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be awesome either way. A whole lot of fun. Um, but again, like I said, I mean, I, I love the the ambition with it with the the tanks and everything in there and the, you know, the I mean, the Malkador and Furnace is just rude. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, think... it's, that, that that motherfucker is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like the best best tank they have that one and the the fucking the fortress that gives no fuck <laughs> with, with all the tech marines and their servitors mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be cool, man. It's going to be very, very cool. But, so, um, how would you rate on. it then? Oh, I, I, I definitely have definitely a four-four for me. Yeah, it's a night. It's a night. I think like with good de- like with good deployment, it, it, you'll struggle to crack this motherfucker open. Yeah, but then it comes might comes down to a scenario instead. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I like agree with uh, you guys. Like the, the the only real drawback it has is if it's uh, heaps of objectives and try to score. Like yeah, uh, if you played at Scanners and did my, you know my Horus um, Maelstrom missions. Obviously, we don't have two units tanking the points. So it all comes down to like, the, what kind of event is it? What mission? Is it? Like, if it's stock standard, uh, it is of darkness. That's all fine. But if it has a lot of objectives, the what's that mission when you tank points based on turns that you hold the objectives? Oh, it's not Dominion, is it? Um... It is. I can't remember because I've been playing too many unstandardized missions. Yeah, it's been a while since I. It's a while. I, I don't. I can't remember it. Yeah. I but I know that there's one mission where you're supposed to hold objectives and then tank uh, points, and I think that you could actually, you know, your opponent, can, if there are heaps of troops, they're going to tank a lot of points. That's going to be hard to catch up, even even if you're getting close to a wipe. Yeah. But on the other hand, this is a good start if nothing else because you can uh, always sw- swap parts of it out and make it work differently it's really it yeah. looks like a really solid build so yeah I- i'm giving yeah, it well, a solid no, none of these units are bad like they're, they're oh. fucking go go to units and you can mission mash them like let's say you you decide to go like a foot slogging force then you can still use you know the rapiers or gold the fucking uh malkador the malkador and the lightning will probably be auto includes in all lists combination that he does they're not bad. None of them uh, are and bad. The only, the only thing like is probably split up the tank commanders into two squadrons. Like if you want to increase his uh, Russes, go like a Russ heavy one, or he wants to take like a super heavy tank commander once he gets the fucking the hammer of doom fortress thingy. Yeah, or change out the lightning for a thunderbolt. Not a good thing. Yeah. Hmm. got the heat seeker missiles that. Decent killing armor, and it's way better when it has actually released all its missiles rather than the. Well, I, I think, I think... like in, in this way, it's fucking awesome because he has the lightning that's going to crack up in the spot, and then he's bombards the shit out of it. The only problem yeah. about Medusas are, is the fucking range. It's always a fucking range issues with Medusas. I, I run uh, Medusas for my Empress children, and I love them, but there's always like a, a range issue. Mm. I feel. Yeah, they always tend to be eaten by leviathans. Well, that's true. <coughs> but but he can box them in now, so they'll, they'll be safe. Yeah. And then he do some. The best about the Medusas compared to the Basilisk is that they don't have a minimum range. Yeah, <coughs> that's quite annoying. And also, they mm-hmm. fucking like if if he managed to crack like turn two, the spotter should be pretty close. So he should be in range anyway. He cracks that motherfucker open with. Uh, the Krakens and the Medusa strength 10 AP2. If there are any Terminators, like Death Star sitting in there, they're going to take that shit. They're going to take all the fucking quad mortars. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure he's going to use the Vanquishers. Basically, he has he has good stuff to crack open transport, and then he bombards whatever comes out of it. 
So he, he's probably going to shoot like with all his anti-tank first, then bombards the shit, and then uh, the Malkadorian furnace is probably going to be his kind of fire base for his mobile units if he has which to go make, on the if he has to go on the offensive. Yeah, which would make sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, I'm rating this a four 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 plus four filth. What about you guys? Same here. Yeah. It, it's a, a solid base for list. Yeah. Awesome. Well, then let's move on to our second list, and this comes from uh, Giancarlo Ramos from Perils of the Wallet. Sorry <coughs> if I've screwed your name up there, Sorry. but uh, everybody should know how bad I am at pronouncing names. Um, so, so these are your boys, eh? These are my boys. So it says, hey guys, I'm playing my dear for my Iron Warriors 3000 point list using Pride of the Legion as his right of war. Uh, now I'm going to read through the list and then he's put a little bit together for us at the end of it. So he's going to be running uh, Iron Warriors, Outflanker, Legion Astartes. Uh, he's running a Vigilator with um, Charnable Saber and Volkite's uh, Refractor Field and Melter Bombs. A Master of Signals, given some Artificer, Volkite and Refractor Field. Uh, Siegebreaker Terminator Armor with Volkite and a Chain Fist. Uh, Ten-man veteran squad with uh, the Sergeant Rocky a combi weapon, a power weapon. And then he's got in the rest of this veterans two combi plasmas, uh, two power weapons, melter bombs, and two chargers. That's in the first ten-man squad. Uh, oh, no. Is that? Yeah, no, that is. Um, and then basically the second squad is almost a duplicate, but he's put a thunder hammer on the sergeant. And the combi weapons are combi melters. Um, and melter guns are in there. I've got a contemptor with uh, two twin link last cannons and a carapace uh, havoc launcher. Ten iron havocs with uh, all with last cannons. I love it. Um, and an augury scanner on the sergeant. Ten tyrant siege terminators because that's what you do. Um, with ten, uh, five uh, chain fists and five combi weapons. Uh, nine tyrant siege terminators running two chain fists. A cestus assault ram with frag launchers, and then um, he's running Perturabo as his lord of war. Um, and he's running the. Uh, I think that's the base version. I don't think it's the After Fan version because it's a uh, 455. Um, so it actually rocks in at 3,002 points. So a little overpriced if you're running a 3,000 point game, but you know you can chop something somewhere. Um, and here's what he says. So he says, my intent is to have Purty, the Vigilator, the Master Signals, and Siegebreaker join the Terminator squad and arrive from reserves and outflanking in turn one. Um, Tyrants outflanking seem brutal. Turn two, the Vigilator Purty can break off and do whatever they want. Normally, I wouldn't give my HQ's Terminator armor, but I kind of like the idea of a Siege Breaker with a Chain Fist. Yep, it's very fun and very cool. Uh, very big and very clever, basically. Uh, one Veteran Squad with Marksman and outflanking as well. The other Veteran Squad in a Cestus Assault Ram, because he's got one painted. Love it. And they can fly in and shoot, uh, shoot up whatever or deep strike in. Who knows? Iron Havocs in the rear doing their thing, which is just fucking brutal. Maybe leave the Dreadnought back there to help them out in case they get outflanked. So that's it. Thanks for doing the show. Take it easy, John. Appreciate it, brother. Um, so what do we reckon, guys? What do, what do you reckon from your point of view, first of all? Uh, 
what's that aimed to me? Well, like I said, with your game, I wouldn't uh, put tyrants outflanking or in reserve. Like if I, if I could avoid it, unless I had like a plan that revolved around it, I would have them on the board spitting crack missiles turn one, because that's what they do. Like they don't do much sneaky stuff. They fucking unleash, you know, killing a knight a turn and whatnot. As I've seen, just ask yeah. Mister Plastic Fantastic. They're basically uh, walking. Workers. They're walking. Yeah, well, they're, yeah. they're walking fucking heavy weapons team. Uh, I would probably look into something else to outflank than the tyrants. Maybe, no oh, hell, even a well, the veteran squad would be enough. Yeah, or regular terminators. Yeah, definitely regular terminators because their 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 fire output isn't that big. Um, the I would I would keep definitely the. To contemptor as close support for the for the iron havocs, especially for like uh, doing intercept fire on uh, drop pods or any kind of outflanking enemies, as well as taking care of uh, flyers and stuff. So now, what well, I, I would I would actually get rid of the two twin link last cannons and put the carries assault cannons on for that. Ah, uh, the range, the to... range. I have I have an yeah, issue. Like but... if you if you keep it in the backfield. Because I assume also if you drop down and let's say there's a tax squad or something, you can lock that bad boy up with your contemptor. Just to keep the Iron Havocs unleashing, because you know the Iron yeah. Havocs have tank hunter a bit more expensive. I don't uh, disagree with you, but I mean, if uh, the, what, what was the Iron Havocs armed with? Last cannons. Ah, come on, missile launchers and fucking auger scanners. Well, they have again. an Augury scanner. Augury yeah. scanner's there. But, you know, again, 10 shots, hit it, you know, 10 shots coming in, uh, strength 9, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it with the last cannons, it really is. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong, from experience, I am saying, and I am building last cannons as we speak, you know, last cannons are a thing. They're a, way, a, a very legitimate way to go with Iron Havocs. But, the, you know, the cost ratio for Iron Havocs with the... They're like the same as a heavy weapon, like a normal marine heavy weapon squad that takes a missile launcher, and you get the flak for free. <sighs> yeah, but then you can punch, uh, punch, you can punch yeah. holes in Terminator squads. You can punch holes in pretty much anything with AP two. Um, so shush, basically. Uh, but no, I would switch. I would generally switch the um, take the last cannons off and put the carries on the uh, contemptor because. If you think about it, anything that's going to be deep striking backfield is going to be within 24 inches. Yeah. But then, he, then he's going to lose uh, uh, when flyers are coming in from his from the other side of the board. Because what I do, I tend to play fl flyers, and for some reason, because of all the calf boxes, there are heaps of dual-wielding contemptors going around. Yeah. It's very easy to keep your flyer out of that 24-inch so. Then switch up and give the uh, take the master of signals out from the terminate unit and put him in with the the havocs. Done. Then you've okay. got two units that can intercept, and you've got yeah, but you battery, can, you can you can intercept because didn't he have an auger scanner? Yeah, you know that's what I mean. You can you can oh, yeah, but that's within eighteen inches. Anything that comes down within eighteen inches of the within that auger scanner field. Um, you know, I, I would, yeah, okay, you can do that. I'd still put the master signals in there for rerolls for the extra for the reroll on the ones. Then, anyway, um, I mean the plus, 
plus one yeah. beers. What are you? Plus one you're beers. On Sorry, I am. You're on I crack am tired. I am. I am running on fumes at the moment. Um, but I would still put the Master Signals in there anyway. Yeah. Um, well, 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 one of normal auto includes is Tyrants. They have a siege breaker. They get tank counter. Bang. Yeah. Done. Uh, if you have Perdo, fucking hell, you get plus one ballistic skill as well. Bang. Done. Uh, for Iron Havocs, well, they can have the Master Signals because you know, then they get the. They already have tank hunter. They get the plus one. But I, I don't know. Like a sea of uh, crack missiles tends to be the bane of everything for me. Because once you get those fucking cataphractes walking, it's going to take them a while, and they can't sweep anything. So what you do is you, you know, hopefully you break, which you probably will. No, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But it's all to your end. Like, if, if you don't have any... What kind of anti-tank do they have? What, you mean apart from the, the 10-man LAS cannon team? No, I mean, and like... Uh, yeah, yeah. besides the 10-man LAS cannon team. And the, the two twin-link LAS cannons on the Contemptor. And the two squads of Tyrant Terminators. He's got two... Veteran squads, both armed with melter bombs, and machine uh, killers. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got. There's a lot of opening up in there, um, and then he's got the Cestus as well. But that's more of uh, you actually want to ram something, I guess, just for shits and giggles. Yeah, well, the Cestus is pretty fucking nasty too, with his mm. mega um, melter. Melt, the melter template. Mm. Yeah. Here's here's the one one critique I've got for that list. There's a lot of points in characters, which I understand uh, for what he wants to do with them, but there's only two 10-man scoring units because okay. Pride of the Legion doesn't give you anything with Tyrants. They are heavy support. They do yep. not count. As elites, they don't count anymore towards being able to be put in as a troop choice so they don't score. So he is rocking two scoring yeah, units. Yeah, they don't have... Um... What are they called? Implacable. Yeah. Implacable advance. Uh, uh, yeah. Whatever it is. That, so basically he's got two scoring units and one of them, I mean, one of them is floating, flying around in the Cestus and one of them is coming on outflank and unless I'm missing something, it's walking on outflank. Um there is no transport for that unit so I think that is going to be a problem because you're coming on without flank I mean you, you are relying or you've got basically a, fi a little over 50% chance of getting where you want to go but the, you know, the, the chances that you're going you're gonna to fail as well <laughs> and you're going to end up walking on from the other side of the board I yeah, would fact, the, 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 the tyrants can walk across the board instead yeah. With, yeah. with Purdy. Oh yeah. I'd let I'd let the tyrants walk or deep strike with Purdy. Yeah. But I, I don't understand why he wants the master of signals with with the terminators. Yeah, I'm a little confused by Cause that. Because he, ha um, he has Purdy, and Purdy already gives that bonus. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing you do so, is so, you can so give the plus one plus one ballistic skill, and that's pretty useless in that case. No, well, Purdy gives them the plus one ballistic skill. Yeah, but if you wanted to, that's the only thing that uh, he would do for that unit, I think. 
Yeah. I mean, I, what I would do well, is right, right away... Give the fucking... Because he's invested so much in the heavy support squad with last scanners. Mm-hmm. It's better to give them the plus one. Well, I mean, they're, they're ballistic skill five anyway. So, I mean, they're ballistic skill five, you know, so they're hitting on twos. Um, you know, I mean, you can give them that... Uh, uh, you know, uh, for the 125 points he's got there, he could buy them a bunker and give them a ammo crate so they can reroll ones. Or he could take that out and put both his veteran squads in um, rhinos and mm. have them speeding up there and then... The Cestus. Well, one of the veterans squad is the Cestus. Well, yeah, then he just puts the. He basically built, take the 125 points, take the Master Signals out, 125 points, give your Iron Havocs a bunker, give them something to, to sit inside uh, with an ammo crate, uh, with an ammo dump in there. That's going to cost you about 75 ish points, 75, 95 points, if I remember rightly, because um, I don't have the up to date version of Battlescribe or anything in front of me. And fuck it, if you want to be nasty, throw a void shield on there as well. You know. And then you get dropped by about points. 115 points or so. Yeah, well, that's 115 points from a 125-point character you just saved. Yeah. Um, and then have a look through your list, find 20 points there, and go and give your uh, other veterans a rhino. You know, give yourself a really impregnable backfield fire bastion, fire base, supported by the Dreadnought, and then just... Throw fire downrange. Have the tyrants walking forward or deep striking you with Perturabo, and just fuck it. Go have fun. You know, go. Literally, you could walk. You could take one unit in deep striking with Perturabo, the siege breaker, and all that sort of jazz, and then you could have the second unit or walking up. This is the tyrants I'm talking about. Walking up one of the flanks, um, supported by supported by the Cestus, supported by the veterans, if you don't want to bring them on from outflank, you know, you, and then you've yeah. just basically got a wall of fire coming down one side of the board. You can literally hammer an anvil, literally swing somebody round into a corner with that because they're going to back away from it or they're going to come at you. If they come at you, then, you know, you've basically got to take that, in the, take that on the chin and try and wipe, burn them down. Otherwise, if they back off, then you can bring in Purty and the boys there and hope your outflank works the way you want it to. Yeah, well, all, all I know from experience is like if you if you walk ten marines, they're they're fucking vulnerable. That's why uh, well, you normally see like walking marines because they're not using a rhino. They they're normally fifteen as a minimum. Yeah, so. with an apothecary as well. But mm-hmm. but this this you know the, it it's kind of like a stock standard iron warriors list except for the cestus. It's a bit different, but. Uh, but with the turn one uh, reserves, that's not too biggy. But then again, I have failed to rock up for three turns <laughs> in a row, so things happen. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like the other list is too little scoring troops. Yep. Yeah. Because oh. once once they shoot them away, then fucking hell. Yeah, and yeah. it is only two regular marine groups basically. Yeah. It's nothing fancy. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know that if I run a, a marine squad I that is ten or less, I always put them in a rhino. Unless there's yeah. like some metallis or some special yeah. scenario. And so, uh, I, I agree with that. And the rhino is is thirty five points. Yeah. So 
you should be able to find 35 points <coughs> at least. If, yeah. I, I, I think if, if, if he's outflanking or, or deep striking or putting the Terminators in reserve, if they don't rock up on turn one, that is a lot of points that he needs to win back. That they, like, they need to destroy a lot of things to earn back their points. That's a massive point sink. Yes. So he really needs to come in and make it an absolute... Yeah, so un- unless, unless Perdo kills his own Primarch and, they, and his bodyguard, it's going to be hard to get that point. Or maybe... No, well, hell, even a Fellblade, they still need to kill some something else besides that. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It, it's, uh, it's, it, it seems that, that the squad is a bit, like, it, it is fucking rock hard, but it's, like, rock hard to the next level. It's probably a bit too, like, rock hard. Because most people are just going to avoid that like the plague. And if they have, like, a Spartan or a transport, they're just going to fucking run away. Drive, drive it backwards with the flare shit towards <laughs> the tyrants or something. Yeah. No, I hear you. I think you're I think you're right there. So let's let's score this one. What would you say? Uh, me. You? Well, anybody? Come on, I'm talking to the, talking to the crowd here, boys. All right. So which well, one? it has like besides that, it has all the models that I love about the Iron Warriors. Like, and I also, you know me, I'm a big fucking uh, massive fan of the Melter Boat, <laughs> the yeah. flying Melter Boat. It's fucking cool, and it would be like I would love to see. Iron War like Iron Warriors breaches in that would be so fucking thematic. So if he wants to swap yes. anything around for that, that would fucking you know my dick is already hard, but it would be like fucking unbearably hard if if he had that in the list or showed me some pictures of that painted because fuck I love that shit. That it's so there's nothing screams more Iron Warrior than me. Perdo is really good. Like it, if he uses him walking up midfield, having him out the front and do that nasty tanking all the shots coming into the the tyrants. Uh, it's it it's it's hard, but it's not like super hard. He doesn't have any apothecaries. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's not maxing the squads out. Um, so he's very vulnerable. Like his troop choices are really vulnerable. So I probably I'll give it like on a, a three on the on the kind of the the hard list. The filth. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Three on the filth, and then a four on the fluff. Because it still has all the iconic Iron Warrior units. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna stay, agree with you on the three because there's more that could be done to make this filthier, even though it is pretty nicely um, tooled up. And I'm probably gonna go for a bit more on the four four and a half with the fluff because when I think about Perturabo, I like the thought of the 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 Iron uh, the Siege Tyrants, Big Havoc Squad, it feel and the and the veterans, it, it seems to fit him a little bit more in that way. Uh, yeah, well, it, it, like if he rocks around, he he probably wouldn't have normal fucking tech dudes. No, unlike um, on, on no, the front unlike where the... he is, it would be like the elite, yeah. like the first chapter, whatever they call it. Yeah, first current company and that sort of something. So, yeah, so it definitely would be the pride of the legion. So that that's yeah. really fitting with the theme. So I would I would go four and a half on that because again I I still think there could be a little bit more like some more, maybe some more terminators or breaches would be a bit more general iron warrior themey I agree with you on yeah. that one. Well, he um, has he has no artillery. There is that, but again, it, it feels like but much anyway, more if, of a if, breaching if is, spearhead. 
It, it's something in between like a turn one deep striking kind of list without being a turn one deep striking list. So yeah, there's a definite alpha strike of, of feel to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what about you, Chris? What would you score it? Well, as we've said, there is a lot that can be done with the list to make it just that little bit more efficient. But uh, so it's gonna say a three there as well. But uh, fluff wise, I'm with you, Jody. Like a four, four and a half. Because this one feels more like where Perk Rubber would actually take part in the battle. Yeah. That that is when the re- regular smocks have filled in all the trenches with the corpses and stuff like that. So you can actually walk up the table or walk up the battlefield. Yeah, definitely. Um, so so, so uh, this this list is uh, more. This is we are we need this extra or this extra punch to this particular. Location, or we we are going to win, or we need to move up the headquarters, basically, because he because yeah, he is a damn good fighter, but he's also a good uh, general in that case, in that sense. Yeah, I mean, it very much reminds me, makes me think of um, not not the forlorn hope where you have to break the wall, but kind of the the more elite version of we have to make a we have to make this push, yeah, or this has to succeed. So. You know, we're bringing in a, a heavier, a heavier, a slightly heavier force on this. I guess it, it's almost like the start of uh, Angel Exterminatus when they take the yeah. air fists com- compound. Yeah, it's a good plan. Kind of, yeah. When he I just see, oh, fuck it, these guys are useless. I'm, I have to do everything myself. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, well, I think otherwise, I think we do, we've done pretty well on these two lists. Again, if people have lists, please send them in. We'd like to uh, get back into the swing of uh, reviewing, critiquing, and, and generally giving our thoughts on this sort of stuff. Um, and it'll be, I think it's a lot more fun now. I've actually played some games and start to understand where all this sort of can go right and go wrong and still learning and all that sort of jazz. But, um, you know, I'd just like to, uh, I'd just like to see some more lists come on in so that uh, you can email them to the heresy at gmail.com and get them into us so i do believe gents if i'm right we are going to go and take a bit of a musical break now and we're going to be coming back with our main section unless i've missed anything christopher i don't think so well that's good to know then if that's the case then we are going to go and take a little musical break and we will be right back after this tune it's a kind of magic it's a kind of magic a kind of magic one dream one soul one prize one gold one golden glance of what should be it's a kind of magic one shot
Prospero, 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 burning of the Thousand Suns homeworld, getting their dicks kicked in by the Space Wolves, whatever you want to say, uh, you know, that's what we're going to be talking about. So, I am unfortunately not one of the lucky few, uh, but you guys are, which is important. So what we're going to do is we're going to just sort of go over um, the contents of the box, general impressions, and then start talking about the models themselves. Then uh, do a little bit of a fluff thing at the end just to uh, maybe lay some fears or worries or wonders about why certain things have happened. And we'll sort of see how we end up. So, uh, yeah, okay, guys, that's, we're going to leave this in your hands more than anything else. Tell us what the box is like. What's it like when you get your hands on it? What's the stuff like inside? Mm, that new box smell. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it, it has that combination of a new... Wargaming box, starter box, and com com combined with a new board game smell. So basically, yeah, you nice. both you both needed new pants afterwards, is what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, not that. Not, not that good. It could be better. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You, you know the usual. If we say it's good enough, it won't be better next time. <laughs> yeah. Fair oh, point. Fair enough. I know there, there's some really awesome things. There's some kind of weird things, and then there's you know, some that maybe it's not like <clears throat> the best starter box if you want to look into the heresy. But it, then again, it, it is a board game. Well, let's, yeah. let's start with that then. Let's actually start. Let's talk about the board game aspect of it for a start. What are, what are the bits like that actually you know come for the board game? What's the quality of the the board pieces and all that sort of jazz? Well, it's basically the same as with uh, the calf box. Okay. But you get a different layout on, on the board. This is more of a grid pattern, not uh, the same as the hex patterns in the catacombs of uh, calf. Okay, so yeah. they don't, they won't, will they interlock in any way, shape, or form, do you think? Or? Uh, well, they're like uh, giant board game tiles that you okay. place yeah, next to each other. But... Like the, the, this has nothing to do with the calf box. There's two separate games. Like this, this yeah. game isn't played the same way as the calf game. Okay, cool. It's, it's like a whole different game. Yeah. Uh, they, and the thing, what they've done, like with the tiles, like the, like, like Chris said, like the, the other one was like hex tiles, and you could clearly see the hexes on, on the actual board tiles. Yeah. But in this game, you can't like it's it's more subtle. Okay. So they've kind of thought about it because you, like like one of the ideas I had was to, because I bought two boxes, is to maybe glue these tiles onto like uh yeah no no some sort of mdf board or whatever and then you actually have like a, a nice uh, gaming math mm -hmm. yeah i think that would be possible considering the 
pattern for the game itself is more of a grid, and the, and the markings for the grid is uh, like just like a recessed line okay. instead of uh, having an actual painted grid. Well, it is painted because you can see the squares, but uh, it it's more it, it looks more like it's part of the board rather than a separate grid to separate the different spaces on the board. Okay, yeah. that sounds cool. So, what about the other bits that you get along with it? The, there was rumors of you know massive amounts of dice and all that sort of jazz. Oh, well, there's uh, massive amounts of dice. Yeah, there's massive amount of different kinds there's of dice like as well. Twenty four dice. Wow. Yeah, you got D6s, uh, D4s, D... D, D10s? D10s, and you got the D12. But I got it in front of me, and it's ridiculous. The D8s, I think. Yeah. So, there's quite a lot of different dice in this game. I haven't really had a look at the rules yet to see what, it, what they actually mean. No, but... The question is, do you intend to have a look at the rules, or do you intend to just go, yay, heresy extras? I actually might take it up on, upon me and, and actually play this game one once or twice. Ooh. Careful now. Or, yeah. just, or just use the board for different stuff, and minis for different stuff. So that, that would be logical. Would work either way. Yeah, I definitely want to somehow use the board and so. I, I tend to like with Calf. I read the rules, but I, <laughs> I never play the game. My my son uses the the board says like where he builds his little forts and stuff on him, <laughs> like inside a, when he uses my old 40k miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good entrance. Yeah. Exactly, but you know, I, I think actually for di- these tiles, I, I probably can use them for something. Yeah. There's also a loads of extras when it comes to tiles, like okay. tokens, like vortex tokens and crashed la- javelin and broken pillars and statues oh, and stuff. Cool. So that, that that gives you a bit of um, a bit of leeway if you if you maybe don't have a huge amount um, huge amount of terrain available to you as a gamer, you can play with that. Maybe add, add that onto a game. Yeah, they are like uh, like uh, really good prints on. But they're still 2D, so they they will will work lovely as uh, temporary terrain or just filler terrain if you don't have anything else. Yeah. But they might ruin the immersion when you realize that the javelin is just printed on a piece of card and not actually a crashed javelin. Yeah, well, there is yeah. that, but it's it's nice to know that there's potential purpose to them. No, but I think like it's it's a uh, like if you buy this box, at least if you put out because you get like uh, five five tiles. Uh, so, well, it's kind of odd to have five, but so if you put out four of them, uh, you have like kind of a mini Stone Mortalis board, and then you can actually put some proper terrain on it. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So, maybe if like, somebody like yourself, as you said, you know, you picked up a couple, you can actually, you know, think about it and go, well, I could actually turn this into a, a ZM board, or maybe, because uh, I know after Kalth, a lot of people bought Kalth solely for the miniatures. And the gaming boards and stuff went, uh, the game tiles and stuff sort of went out to, you know, eBay and other. I know if a fair few that actually just tra- put them in the trash. In the bin. Yeah, yep. that too. Well, that's my thinking is if people are if people are smart and snap these up off eBay or whatever, then they have the potential to get themselves, like you said, a decent little gaming setup there, a little gaming mat type thing. I got still got my health. Uh, I got. Two sets because I got uh, the tiles from a friend as well yeah. that actually do make a decent uh, Sonotali setup and you can always combine it with like the Space Hulk game. Yeah. 
Yeah. Third version of the game. That's cool. I mean, I've I've still got mine with the intent that at some point I may end up, you know, fl- have a flutter on eBay or something and maybe pick up some uh, some extra ones and have them uh, use them for uh, some terrain or something or, or a ZM option. But uh, it's good to hear that the quality is there and that it's it's a reality. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to try and uh, make this into some sort of, uh, you know... Some sort of gaming math thingy. Yeah. So we could uh, talk a bit more of what's actually in the box without for, not the minis, considering you get the, the rules book. Yeah, I'll take us yep. through that. Take yep. us through what the, it's like. The rules are... Well, they're like a really condensed uh, version of the game, basically. Uh, the game we, we play, so to speak, but with yeah. diff- a bit different uh, rules, considering it is a board game, so we can do a bit more, basically. So again, a lot, got, like, a lot uh, like Kalth, basically. Yeah, but if you open it and leave through it, you got the, the miniatures on a page, and you got a squad assembly, so you can see what the the, the leading veteran tactical squad is supposed to come with if you equip it as a game and stuff like that. That's good. And then you get a nice spread of how you set up the game, and then you can see all the tiles that we've been talking about currently. And you get a deck of cards as well that uh, basically is... Uh, the warp flow and the will of the emperor and stuff like that. How do you use special yeah. abilities? It's like 36 cards. Yeah, quite nice cards actually. Actually, That's then cool. you get the the d68, d10, and d12. Sorry, in this you get rerolls, and and if you're slain, you get it immediately removed. And yeah, it's a bit not overly different from what we're used to play. Okay. Because you get uh, the movement phase, attack phase, the consolidation phase. Mm-hmm. And then you get the psychic powers, the cast psychic powers. And on the casting psychic powers page, there's a really, really nice uh, little box with the uh, Cults of the Thousand Suns in it. Aha, so little sneak. That's an the Corvidae, the Raptora, the Pavoni, and the Pyre. Uh-huh. Uh, there are five cults of which each page member of the, to- the Thousand Sons Legion is member. These are the Corvidae, the Pavonia, the Athenaeans, the Pyra and Raptora. And each cult specialists in different uh, psychic disciplines. And there's some more info there, but uh, I'm not going to spoil that. Oh, very cool. but it's, re- it's really nice that I've d- done these little tidbits in, the ga- in it. To actually link it to the fluff of uh, everything. Yeah. So well, you they do have that background book as well, so... Yeah, you got that, that's just in the rules book. Then you get two two separate, uh, like, quick reference sheets for the the loyalists and the traitors. Mm-hmm. You get your Legion veterans and uh, your character and uh, the custodes and all, all of that. And then you get the Legions at War, which is uh, basically the background book. Cool. So there's a bit of fluff in there for somebody who's picking up the... Who's just seen? Let's just say they've seen this at a yeah. uh, local gaming store, and maybe they're not into the sort of the whole thing, and they just picked it up and they've gone, "Ooh, what's this interesting little book that's part of it?" They've actually got something to help tell the story to them. And it starts with the Imperium was fought in the fires of battle, shaped by an aeon of warfare that saw humanity's scattered worlds melded into a single mighty realm. So it starts with the em- basically the Emperor and the Rise of the War Masters, that story in that book. Cool. And it's got, got, sim- got a similar layout to the Fort World books. 
Yeah. With a red banner on the side and the, the cream cream colored paper look of it. So all in all, they're doing their usual awesome, um, awesome work as far as producing stuff. Now, is is there a noticeable difference? Because my understanding was this was um, this was a GW product. Is there a noticeable standard? Any sort of difference between what they they've put out and what Forgewell put out in that respect? If you get me. Well, I think it's uh, it it feels a little bit simplified. Yeah, it's like, way more condensed, but it is a board game after all. Yeah, but I mean the actual. I mean, like the the, the background bit is it's a bit more simplified, and and it and you can actually the the thing that I struck me when I because I actually read the background book is that it the writing style is different compared to the Fortress books. Yeah, it's uh, it's not as detailed or embellished. Yeah, it's not written in that kind of you know historical sense of way it's more like i don't know like uh well i guess we we, we get spoiled with the fortune books but it, it's like it's not written like a it, like if you read something about the american civil war or you know the british civil war or, or the second world war even like it doesn't feel like a historical text it feels more like what you used to when you what you get from like 40k and stuff yeah, it's more a description of what, with a view as it is current and not a look back and, and look back at this happened then. But big, and it's way more condensed than the than the ones that Fortune put out. Yeah, but there are there are still a, quite a few de- quite a lot of details that makes you think that yeah, people might actually find this. Find this as a start for stuff in the for stuff and an arm in the future. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a good like you say it's it's got a good start there for people coming into it basically. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So there's enough information to go forward. With the um, with the dice, I mean, uh, again, if you haven't gone through them in detail, but I understand there are things like wound counters and stuff like that showing up, and it's. Uh, it sounds like there's a lot of cool little gubbins there that could actually transfer over into into gameplay. Yeah, like the wound count is one and like yeah, I think it's just one one wound or two wounds. Okay. Which is which is good. Like you you can use that for your normal thirty k games. No, no, without any issues. Yeah. You don't have to use use those dice that you normally do. <laughs> <laughs> so they you... transfer straight over and. I think that's about it. Like, uh, yeah, obviously the D6 you can use. Yeah, no, you can never have too many D6, especially if you're, yeah. you know, using. Um, uh, what do you call it? I think it's better than the than Cal. You get like what is it? Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dice that you can use for later. Yeah. <laughs> like in the Cal's box, there was like no dice you could use. No, there's those are quite useless considering they are only for the board game. Yeah. But uh, as we as we've said, they are both board games. As they, at least as that's what they claim. But you I never know. Yeah, I I think that it's fair to say they're board games. I also think that it's fair to say that they get that they have an audience for this sort of stuff, who will buy the buy this yeah. up in its droves. So they they may have learnt from the last time. I'm hoping. See how many new players the scene got after 
bit of calfit. Yeah, I mean it was yeah. just a, a fantastic shot in the arm for the uh, for the scene. I think um, yeah. just suddenly, I mean, hell, that's how I got into it. I won't lie. Yeah, I I wasn't in a in a place to afford resin, but then plastic came along, and I was like, yeah, I can do that, and now I'm totally addicted. You know, like a good, good any good crack or you know, first taste is free kind of thing, or first taste is cheap, yeah. and then you're just you're in for life. And now you do the resin. <laughs> now I do 100% resin because you know, I've been drawn into the elitism. We're elitists. Yeah, it's all about the resin. It's all about the resin. All about that resin crack. Okay. But uh yeah, no, I, I just I like to think it sounds like the game is the 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 contents, the non model related contents is evolving uh for one game to the next. I, th- I I hope to think that that is you know, GW and Forge World sort of going, Okay, well this is starting to actually have an impact, so let's try maybe not reward people with it, but let's try and make it a bit more functionable Try and make everything a little bit more cross-purpose. Yeah, if you get me. Mm-hmm. The, the only like, if we're going to move into the miniatures, the only thing I reckon is that, even though I have, you know, I love Mark Three, and like the Mark Three miniatures are awesome. Like the Tartarus, they fixed everything that they that, that I was kind of wanting with the Cataphracty because now there's more weapon options. There's like this, even you know the plasma blaster. It's the freaking Volkite charger in there. Um, yeah, which, but there's which only is one awesome. Volkite charger. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, only one but, plasma blaster. But it's better than none. Like, yeah, but that's also you had like almost none of. That. Yeah, but that's and also, also there's two heavy weapons. Yeah, we didn't have that with the cataphracty. Cool. So you get the the heavy flamer, the plasma blaster, and you get. The, the rebrought cannon in this box. Oh, so you yeah. get a full, full, uh, full spread then, basically. You only got the flamer with uh, yeah. the cat box. Yep. No, yeah. I'm literally looking so at one that's, of those right now. Yeah. So that's uh, definitely much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really love love that. Like, and and then you obviously you have you know the, the the only thing you don't get is you only get one power weapon. Okay. So for some reason, like you know, when you buy the Terminators in 30k, they come stock standard with combi bolter and a power weapon. Yep. And once again, that's like <laughs> the one thing you don't get. You get uh, quite nice uh, chain fists and power fists and the lightning claw add-ons for those. Yeah. But uh, you really don't get uh, the proper amount of power weapons, which are the more important ones. Yeah, but they sell upgrade packs for that, don't they? Yes, yeah. But, uh, but then again, I, uh, they probably what they've done is they probably asked people because they they can. I guess they look in a cost-effective way, mm-hmm. and the way they done it, like uh, they can have power fist and lightning claws because the lightning claws used an add-on onto the power fist. Yeah, just like so the kind of say, power fist. Yeah. lightning claw in the yeah. health box. So that's kind of like a, a, a cool add-on. They also done like the heads really nice, so you can actually slot in. Uh, heaps of other like Mark IV heads if you want to. Cool. For for the cataphracty. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I, I like it and yeah, I get that if they can only pick one op- option for the close combat arm and smack in some extra options for heavy weapons, they'll probably go with whatever people play the most, which yeah. is power fists and chain fists. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and, and the light closer, lightning closer is there for free. 
that's cool. And, I mean, and I think they actually like they've stepped up one notch from the production value for the cataphract because I have the cataphract right here to compare because I actually brought mm-hmm. them down. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, yeah, it's like the you can you can see it has evolved, and it's more dynamically posed, I reckon. Cool. Yeah, and the cataphract they were really static. Yeah. No, I agree with you. The cataphracto really was stuck in. You had one or two positions, kind of, yeah. you know. But the and the best part is that you can see like the hands mm. of the cataphracto and and these ones are kind of interchangeable, which uh-huh. is good like for the combi bolters and heavy weapons and for the and the heavy weapons. Nice. Well, not 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 the heavy weapons like for the plasma blasters and the volcanic charger. Not for the other heavy weapon because obviously that, those are mounted on the arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that gives you something you can play around with if you're if you're a fan of sort of modeling and converting yeah. at least. Well, I guess you look looking at how the the Reaper auto cannon is done. I am pretty sure that you can. Or you, you could convert the heavy flamer and cut that in pretty easily. Yeah, I think people were doing that already with the cataphracti one. Yeah. With the heavy flamer, considering that's uh, you get a good mount for, on the arm for the gun, but you don't get the gun itself, so to speak. Hmm. So you can just slot the gun in. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's let's talk about let's go a bit more into the the uh, the sort of models themselves, and let's let's sort of go to that Mark III sprue, and let's let's talk about that in a bit more detail. So, you know, sort of give give me. A well, dis- there's several sprues. <laughs> well, yes, but the, yeah, the Mark III yeah. models in general is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like that. they've gone for something completely different now. Okay. Uh, because what they've done is they've done the two legs separately. You remember how usually the legs comes like in one pose? Yeah. Uh, now it's more like uh, if you remember those old Berserker models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, one leg. One leg is separate because there's basically the hip joint, hip and one leg is yeah. together, and then you get the separate leg. So kind of like the cataphracto from the Betrayal Cult box. Yeah. So, so they've done the same thing there. So that you you can make them run, you can make them stand. You, so it's a, a bit more like you could position the legs a bit more, you know, Go more ahead. in the to make more unique dudes than yeah. all the all the ones are looking like they're constipated. So now <laughs> they you, you can make them run and stuff. Yeah. So I think and, that that uh, was one of the feedbacks before I remember that you know that they only came in that kind of you know spread leg pose. The monopose kind of thing. Yeah, and now they they've thought about it, and they they probably you know wanted to try this. Yeah, and it also probably due due to them getting better with the plastics and getting a new plastic casting facility. Yeah, which so you can do more around. advanced cast because if you do the legs separate, you can get more poses and you can also get more detail on the legs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, besides that, uh, there's way more options than how it was on the calf bonds because yeah. now you besides the normal special weapons the what's it like the plasma gun the melt gun flamer is there a flamer here oh, there's no flamers on it okay. there's no flame no there's a there's a bolt pistol a bolt plasma pistol a pl- plasma gun and a melt gun 
And no flamers. The heavy bolter. I can't see any flamers. No. And there's a power sword, a power fist, a lightning claw, and a thunder hammer, which is the new thing. Yeah. Ooh, and then there's. Then there's, there's a heavy really bolter. Lo- there's no missile launcher. Uh, there is a really lovely uh, chain swords that you can put on your models that are basically you glue them to the back of them, but they look like they're supposed to be there. Okay. So you can actually have those. Uh, Instead of those extra knives, there's actually yeah. real chain swords for your extra close combat weapon. Yeah, okay, and it looks so, really, yeah. really nice with uh, the Mark III armor. And there's uh, heaps of um, fucking... Tips. Uh, no, heaps of bolt pistol. Yeah, you got bolt pistol and bolter clips, and you got little magazine mags and uh, yeah. bolt pistols and. Kind of like what they did with the um, when you say the magazines, you mean just talking like the pouches or the. Or the uh, it looks more like actually just. Yeah, magazine um, pouches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but there's not uh, that many of them. It's like five of them, and then there's yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six uh, uh, holstered bolt. Bolt pistols. Yeah, but only three of them actually have uh, clips in the shit. Yeah. Three of them looks like they don't have any. I was just wondering if they'd taken yeah. the leaf out of the, the 40k tax squad that they did a little while ago, the new, the new in inverted commas, new one, which had the guy yeah. who was reloading, um, you know, was reloading his bolter, adding a new clip in. Uh, probably if you were to convert it, it would be there. Hmm. I just wonder if they actually had it in there, as in the um, if it had been oh. something like that had been added into a kit, which would have been cool. But you know, I really like how they cast the, the the lightning claw in two pieces to get the fingers looking really good and not just like a static lump. So they have a like. What do you say? Yeah, they're, like, they're, yeah, they're like uh, Edward the hand, but it, it's more yeah. like if you if you remember the uh, Abaddon. Pose. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. the the one finger pointing and the other three hanging down. Oh, that's pretty sweet. So again, more the... uh, more modelling options there. Yeah. yeah. The I, I don't know. Like the the one thing is that there is well, you get the thunder hammer, obviously, uh, but you get one less specialist weapon and you get one less uh, heavy weapon. Yeah. Yeah. But... Compared to the Kelph one. But on the other hand, there there are quite nice upgrade packs on Fort Will- at Fort Wilson website, so... Yeah, yeah they've got, they be... got to make a dollar or two, you know. Or, or they just... And, and I know, it's a, like what, what I've done with my um, Mark III Death Guards, I've, I've just cut off the bolter part and added on the barrel from an uh, Imperial Guard uh, autocannon, and then suddenly they had autocannons. Yeah. So. Oh, for the heavy weapons, you, you mean, yeah. Yeah, and you could you could probably do the same with the last cannon. You just add on like a uh, put on the last cannon magazine, like the square one, underneath instead of the round uh, heavy bolter one. Mm-hmm. You'll be all right. Yeah, don't do crazy shit like I'm doing right now and convert your own up from scratch <laughs> completely, <laughs> which is just silly. Yeah, but the uh, because well, out of out of a thirty k perspective. I would probably, you know, the Thunder Hammer, the only one that can take a Thunder Hammer is a veteran squad. So that's kind of, you know, a normal uh, sergeant, like in a tactical squad, he can take a power fist, he can take a lightning claw, he can take a power weapon, but he can't take a Thunder Hammer. So, you know, 
I would probably have seen a, a more versatile weapon there instead of a thunder hammer. Well, on the other hand, this box is supposed to represent uh, veteran, ta- veteran tacticals, according yeah. to everything, basically. It's uh, not as versatile for us to use it for other stuff, but if you just want to build, start your army, you're probably going to start with uh, um, Pride of the Legion anyhow, and then you will get to, to have the veteran tacticals. It might be that way they're, they're thinking. Yeah. Well, it depends. We'll see what uh, the next box set. If they do Mark II, then maybe they'll have a couple of other options. And it kind of feels like, you know, if you have the Prosper box and you have the Calf box, it's a good combination. Because then you have heaps more options. Yeah. And I'm actually glad that they didn't include more special weapons or heavy weapons, because that would probably mean that I would have taken something else out of the box. So we might not have gotten as many... Many Marines, or they removed the Terminator option. Yeah, no, I can hear that. that. That does make sense, what you're saying there, Chris. Even Some... though I would want more weapons. <laughs> now, before we actually started recording, there was something else you guys mentioned that, that was missing from this kit, from the, the Mark III kit, and that was the Nuncio box. Yep. yep. And that could have been added, that is something that could have been added, considering all the backpacks packed comes in two pieces anyhow. So I could just have added a upgraded piece for one of them. Yeah, that would have been so easy. Like, it, it, okay, let's be fair then. If they replaced the Thunder Hammer with something, it should be in a, a Nuncio box, and that would have been perfect. Because the Nuncio yeah. box can work for everything. The Thunder Hammer only works for one. Right, so from more multi-part, multi part, uh, or, or versatile point, having the, uh, the Nuncio box would have been a better option. Yeah, yeah. At least for people getting into the game, that would be really, really nice to have. Considering yeah, if you get a box that's everything but the monster box is in it, you're gonna be disappointed. Yeah, it was frustrating as hell with Calth actually. I won't lie. But then I, I yeah. ordered some from a third-party producer, and they've they've worked well for me so far. Although I'm yeah. just using up my spare ones now for something else completely. But that's not a problem. Um, so yeah, what well, let's let's see. You, you touched on them earlier, Freddie. You talked about the Tartarus spruce. Let's, let's move on to those. Talk about those. Yeah. Well, didn't I already do that? <laughs> I can do it again. Let's do it. Let's no. just try and keep a bit. Let's talk about it in a bit more detail. Then, what, what's? Yeah. Well, what, what you get the you get the option of either yeah, either everyone gets a paraphrase or everyone gets a you know, dual lightning claws. Are they dual? Wait. Yeah, you can get the dual for everyone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, that's right. So you can get the power fists. You can do dual power fists. <laughs> Not that you can have that option. But... Yeah, but no, you get... If you do a Praetor. Yeah. Basically, you, you can't even own a Praetor. You get all the options that you got for the Cataphracty, mm-hmm. except that now you have the Reaper Autocannon, the Plasma Blaster, uh, uh, Volkite Charger, and yep. that's about it. Because you still get that little frag grenade launcher thingy. The grenade harness. The, yeah, the grenade harness. You have an option of a bareheaded or just all helmeted dudes. Mm-hmm. And you get combi bolters for all of them. And your sergeant has like a, a little bit fancier shoulder pads. But I have to say, yep. like, I, I really like the, the production value for these. Yeah. Because I mean, they also some, come you've like You've got with some this. resin ones, haven't you? Yes, I do. And what would you, how would you equate them side by side? 
um, is that a fair uh, first of all is that a fair thing to do um, really and then if it is what how would you sort of equate the quality of them uh, I actually I think that they like if, if you paint them up really nice you're gonna you can't see a difference size wise they they're compare mm-hmm. really really the same size and also the only thing is like uh, they have a bit more crisp details on the resin but obviously that's what you're gonna get for resin but besides that I, I actually like these I, I really think that it's really good quality for these ones definitely like like it. I, I like fuck yeah. I probably won't buy the resins because now I bought two boxes. Yeah. So I have enough. What would and be nice though? Yeah, what would be nice would be like a Legion shoulder pad upgrade kit for the Tartarus. Yeah. Just for that little extra. But it, I mean, the only thing with Tartarus in game is that it's one of those units that looks cool, but nobody really takes. Oh, depends, on, it depends on the Legion. <laughs> the, the the problem is Tartarus was all fucked up before. There was like no the perks of taking it, and then once they fixed the rules, everyone has already bought Cataphracty, and they're like shit. Yeah. Because I, I am actually making a massive move to Tartarus now. Like my world leaders, uh, Angron is definitely going to have a Tartarus command squad because then they get to sweep, and they also have the involved save, and they're and they can awesome. run, and they can run. Yeah, the only thing uh, that people uh, poo poo a bit is that they have a worse Involved save than cataphracti, but on the yeah. other hand, the benefits can be can way out way over if you use them properly. Well, definitely for a close combat-oriented uh, army that, like Empress children, world leaders, and stuff like that, that counts on breaking them and run run them down. Like for Empress yeah. children, they, it would be madness not to take them because of all the Crusader bonuses and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I always thought that they, um, they, the Tartarus were a great idea if you wanted to run a deep striking army of some sort, because they can they, as they have that five up, the five up involve, they're likely to get targeted more. But if you can, you can obviously deep strike in and then run, um, yep. so you can actually spread yourself well, for, out. Uh, which which I learned at BSK, like fucking for Raven Guard. When you have Corax mm-hmm. and you always run on a six, deep striking, and then suddenly you spread your fucking ass into Christmas, and there's no way they're gonna template you because, like, if you get a sixteenth move, move after your deep strike, you're fucking pretty safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, so Tartarus with Corax is gonna be fucking awesome as some sort of alpha strike unit. Yeah, because I, I was always, I, I, I'm still kind of playing around with the Perturabo deep striking thing. And, you know, we talked about it in the Wolf Slayer a long while back. And, yeah. uh, like I said, my plan was Tartarus, just simply so that when they come down, they can then spread out. I mean, he, he can tank a fucking butt-ton of damage with his two-up, three-up. Um, but if it and you know, but if it comes to sort of like blasts and stuff like that, especially Barrage, you can't rely on someone soaking it so easily. Um, so you have to you know, have some way of negating that as much as possible. So the ability to drop in and then run in the shooting phase and spread yourself out gives you that sort of not flexibility, but it improves your odds against blast templates. You're only going to get you're going to get minimal hits under there instead of maximum. Sitting there like yeah. a big cherry pie, going hi, shoot me in the face. So uh, yeah, definitely. I, I th- also think for Zone Metalis, being able to run and shit, 
mm-hmm. going to be so much better. Yeah. And well, it, it's like well, some legions. Well, cataphract is 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 nice, like, but like for night lords and stuff, it's you you have to if you want to take advantage of being able to sweep. Because like night lords are going to be awesome because they they have that like talents for murder. So each one counts too. So they they're probably going to you know break a lot of things with with fear and shit going on at the same time. And besides, they have knights. So <laughs> put Korax with, and I mean make curse with them, and they have a two plus invulnerable save anyways. <laughs> really matter. So yeah. So definitely for those mo- mobile legions, Tatters. I, I think after this box set has come around. We're going to see a lot more Tartarus uh, units being played. Yeah, I, I, I like them. I mean, I love the, I love the models. I've got the, um, I think, I think we've all probably got the um, limited edition or the the re-release Praetor model that yep. they did, and that yep. that's a beautiful model. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it would just be nice to sort of flank him with some new, some new running buddies. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take my Tartarus and I'm going to retire my Raven Guard Cataphractes and I'm going to repaint them Black Shields. And these are going to be the new bad boys yeah. to go with the Raven Guards because it feels way more Raven Guardish. And obviously, I can give those uh, fucking Ravens talents instead of these stupid. <laughs> so yeah. they can rend at least. Which Upgrade is, Lightning Claws a bit. Yeah. Which is to what they useful. should be. <laughs> yeah, which is always, always useful. I, considering my new project, the Tartarus will be lovely with uh, Storm Shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you still get the 3 plus, you want to both save. Yeah, the only thing is that I will lose a combo bolter that I would never use anyway. Yeah. Oh, and uh, don't they get like Neg 1 on the sweep charge? Some shit? No, that's Breachers. Okay. Oh, there you go, then it's madness not to take them. <laughs> and then, uh, then, then you get the Stone Gauntlet bonus to, one, to plus 1 toughness as well. They're close by, so you get toughness five terminators with a two plus three plus. That's yeah, fuck you and your stone claw, mate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I I like it. out of all the stuff, but we're going to go through the rest. I reckon the Tartarus is uh, one of the ones I really like the most, and that doesn't mean that the, the rest is bad, it's just that <laughs> no, that's yeah, yeah, okay. I understand what you mean there. I can't. Come, because even though they didn't, they're missing like four power weapons. Man, I can live with that. Okay, only yeah. one Volkite charger, but you yeah, know, but it's I, better I than it's, none. Yeah, <laughs> so. I say it like this. Uh, then there will still be stuff for Forgeworld to sell as upgrade kits. Yeah. And the fact that I already have the Volkites, if I were to need, need them, that would be that doesn't really affect me because I am just like that. I hoard bits. Yeah, I know. Well, the good the good stuff. thing is the the good thing is that they've done the hands in a way anyway, so you can just buy those Volcad charges with the hands on and then you just glue them in. So yeah, because the because the the bolter arms and the plastic tartars ends at the wrist wrist. Yep. Cool, and then so, let's so, so then we can go into the more useless bits. Well, this, yeah, depends this, depends how yeah, you see depends. it. But this, these are sort of the stars of the show as well, if you think about it. For uh... let's uh, go to the the big boys in gold. Then you want to start with the big. Yeah. Always starting with the big boys, Chris. You always start with the big boys. Never build up. Start with the big boys in gold. 
fine then. So yeah. we're talking about the uh, the custodes, custodes, the custard, yep. the custards in their golden armor. How, what are they like? I mean, how do they? How do these models? First of all, for you guys, who got your own impressions of of the uh, custodes from all, all the stuff like Visions of Heresy, all the old white dwarfs and stuff like that. How do they measure up? Do they meet what you were expecting and hoping for? If you had uh, if you had any hopes at all, that is. Well, I would uh, have rather eaten them a bit uh, sleeker than they are, because they uh, kind of look like blingier, upscaled marines currently, and that's not how they've been portrayed in the artwork. Okay. Even though they look really cool, <laughs> anyhow, but they got really, really silly swords. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the swords, but uh, their spears look just like just enough decadent kind of gothic. Yeah, uh, like uh, the spears are fucking good to go. The swords, are, I'm not. How how the hell would you fire the sword? Well, you pull that lever thing. Yeah, I know, but what what would happen with your hand with the recoil when you're trying to fire a sword? Well, well I probably the... sword by the armor <laughs> because it's all balanced and shit. No, oh, no but yeah, no, the swords are. Oh, uh, yeah, well, they're swords. <laughs> but I, 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 I would, like, the classic one is with the spears anyway, so I'll definitely make all my dudes spear ones. And there are some with the shields and the artwork as well, but I think they use spears, actually. Because yeah, okay. they got the, the guardian spear and well, the I, shield. I have, to, I have to go and grab my copy of Visions of Heresy, but, you know, besides that, like, okay, swords are okay. I, I don't know much about the swords. The spears, like the classic look is awesome, like with the spears. The shields, they look good as well. Like, and obviously, people are probably going to repossess them as bridge shields. Uh, phalanx warders. Speaking uh, phalanx, of... I... Phalanx warders, or even fucking... Um, or just put them uh, on there, like... Or what they call the ultramines. The suzerains. Yeah. Or like uh, fancy loyalist emperor's children ones. Yeah. Speaking of, I'm looking for five shields. Now, if anyone got any, contact me. <laughs> Chris, Chris is steal mine. Bits, basically. Yeah. Oh, am I allowed to steal yours then? Well, I thought you wanted them. Yeah, I really do. All right, All right. cool. Let's talk Let's about that, that later. Yep, no worries. But, but otherwise, like the, it's really good. You, you could build them either as uh, having the spears or having the, the swords, swords and shield then, obviously. There's also a banner guy included in there and some some sort of cape for for the leader for the leader i don't know you could probably convert him into like a proper leader dude because the rules in games work i mean a white dwarf you only buy them as a a unit and they don't really have a leader because they all have the same stats but these are those were basically preview rules and the real rules will be out in like february when uh, the book hits yeah so i i assume they're gonna have some sort of, you know, over custody. Some, what's his name? The fucking Volt. What's his uh, name? Constantine Valdor. Yeah. Mm. I think Valdor. he's one of the rumored characters for that book. I would expect that. I would expect Valdor, maybe another, I don't know. Um, something. Yeah. Uh, all the other fancy ones died before Battle of Terror. Uh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And I, I like the banners, very, you know. That banner could probably be used uh, for, like, heralds as well, in all loyalist armies. Yeah. Just as a decoration somewhere, because it's really nicely done, and it's in three pieces. 
or four pieces if you count the staff. Yeah. There are also several nice uh, ceremonial dag- daggers on the kit. On the spruce. Yeah, the only thing is it has that elite cross on like every single piece. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying. But you can probably cut that off. Or something else there. It's also useful if you are actually doing like only first company Imperial Fists. Because <laughs> they are also using yeah. that symbol. So yeah, lots of cool stuff with the Custodes by the sounds yep. of it. Lots yep. of cool okay. stuff. So what about um what about the, the little sisters then? Little girlies. Yeah, they're yeah. not so little. What about the sisters? What are, what are the models like? Come on, t- tell me. Tell me. I need to live vicariously right now. Come yeah. on, tell me. They're really, really lithe for Imperial Minis. Uh-huh. More somehow like Elder lithe, almost. Not as tall, but uh, as thin. Uh-huh. Well, well, I have to say that though that these are very true to the artwork. Yeah. I can't. I can't complain there. And yeah, they do kind of remind a little bit like uh, those Dark Elder witches. Yep. But like, I don't know how, how else would you do it because they they were depicted in that kind of. It, 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 the problem is they have similar armor to what the the Dark Elders models used to have, like the I mean Dark Elves, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of the top knots and stuff, but I think that's it's, how they always been depicted in the artwork. So yeah. that's not really a big deal either. No, I, but I like I, I like them. I can't really w- wait enough for the next White Wolf, which would have the preview rules for these. Mm-hmm. Considering these can make up three different squads in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I really, really want to know what the different squads are supposed to do and what. Uh, well, you can say like it, it, the ones that you get here, you get enough bolters for each one of them. You get enough yeah. flamers for each one of them, and you get enough swords for each one of them. Yeah, there's like the witch so hunters, the purifiers, and something else, I think, because they're three different squads, apparently. Yeah. So I don't know, like I don't know. There, there'll probably be some sort of semi-human stats. So I would probably give them flamers, and if the flamers have some sort of special rule, then fuck yeah. <laughs> and they would probably have the pariah rule or some some sort. Yeah, they like, def- yeah. definitely have the pariah rule. I mean, because looking at the 40k version of the rules, that's what they're bred to do, or well, yeah, not that, bred, but they're taken and then created. Yeah, I mean, because they, they are, are pariahs. They, yeah, they are voids basically. Hmm? Uh, warp voids, walking warp voids. Um, so yeah, I mean they're. Uh, I think I th- I think I'm just looking at the models now on the Gaze Workshop website, and I think they're absolutely stunning. Um, the uh, the the helms as well, the full head helms, I think are absolutely gorgeous. Um, if there's anybody playing Ninth Age out there or, or whatever, you could totally take this over and use in the um, use these on your, uh, your sort of elfin armies or you know if you want to do female sword masters or something and go showing my age there when talking about the uh, talking about fantasy but uh, yeah. you know well you can you can use them for more time for those uh, Sig- sigma are they called the witch finders. S- sisters of sigma sisters yeah. of sigma yeah or the witch finders because they had yeah. similar 
units in them. Mm-hmm. But they, they there, there are there are myriad games you could use them for because hey, they are not overly technologically. Did you check your? Um, do you have your hmm? your girls in front of you? I could have. Could you I check your, like uh, is your flamer like the was it like uh, one two three four like the last weapon on one of the sprues the flamer? Is it miscast? Because mine is. Uh, what do you mean with miscast? Like it's all. It seems like it's all melted and shit. Like the the fuel drum isn't round. Mm-hmm. Seems like some something hot has burned it. Oh, there's there's one of those that looks like. Yeah, maybe that's because it sh- is supposed to li- lie across the chest. Or someone. Yeah, but it, it has the same issue like in the. Oh. Yeah, I see what you mean with uh, what looks like miscast. If you give me a moment and I can just open the building guides. Yeah, it could, it's either that or basically they just know it's yours, Freddy, so they just screwed it up anyway. Yeah, well, I got the miscast as well. So, if it's miscast, but I doubt it. No. It probably is a reason to the madness. Anyway, but otherwise, like, the swords are massive and... Uh, the only issue I have is that there isn't a loose sword. Yeah. Because right. even the sword that you thought was loose, there's like fingers all over it. Ah, okay. Um, so not 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 a huge amount of modeling. You're just saying you'd rather have a loose sword for a modeling option, or? Yeah. Okay, that that works. There's no arguments there. That works. Uh, but if it's missing, then there's uh. something they could have a look at. Yeah, that that, uh, that uh, flamer is uh, supposed to go. If you use flamer, it goes uh, and touches uh, the tabard, I think, or the leg of the mini holding it. So it has to be like that, or it wouldn't fit. Yeah. So that's why it looks like that. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like all all the like, it seems like every single sister is an individual. Mm. The only drawback is unlike the. All the other models, you can't really repost these, like how they're standing with the legs. No. The only thing you can basically do is change the weapons they're using. Yeah. The rest are kind of like more old school. Like uh, that um, 40k box with the Space Marines and stuff. Uh, The Dark Angels. Like you can't really repost them, like the Chaos Space Marines or the Dark Angels. The Dark Vengeance one. Yeah, there we go. See, <laughs> that's how long <laughs> it's been ages since I did 40k stuff. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so that's the only drawback is you can't really. There's not much scope for repositioning things. Yeah. Yeah, but on the other hand, these might just be the first models in a line, so they might, yeah. we'll probably get more of them. I mean, if there, there has been confirmation um, from the 40k weekender. That um, there will there's be no more, more done. No, there's no more sisters done, but there are for the custodes. And I think if the sisters start showing up, then they will repeat the. They will start producing stuff. Mm. Uh, since I got the rumor in front of me from Battle Bunnies. Oh, perfect. Thank you very much for that. It go, go, it's uh, no other sisters of silence have been worked on yet. They wanted to see how popular the first sets were. They haven't obviously paid attention to everybody bitching and whining about no sis, uh, sisters of battle for a long time. So. But on the other hand, people have been whining for new Bretonians since, what was it, 2001? Yeah. And they canceled the game before they got news. 
Yeah, but that's plutonians. <laughs> so. Yeah, but then we got the, the resin upgrades for the plastic custodes will get done, similar to secretary ones, and more vehicles. Yes. Then we can skip a few rumors and we go, Talents of the Emperor Army list, you will be able to do a pure sisters list or pure custodes list or mix them. That's pretty cool. I yeah, and then the, that. and one more, and that's uh, Genetia Kroll, Valdor, and Ariman will get rules in Inferno. Those are some choice rumors from that one. Shiny. That's going to be awesome, so awesome. Yeah, but that means that there will be at least one more uh, one more custody sculpt out there. Yeah, well, Valdor, yeah. yeah. Well, they're releasing tanks and all kinds of shit for them, so... <laughs> yeah. You you would assume there there will be some more custody stuff. Yeah, I, mean, oh, I, think, yeah. I, I think custodies are going to be the more popular of the two. Uh, they're going to get the list about the size of the solar auxilio one, oh. according to rumors. So four or five core choices basically. Yeah, and then we have got two of them currently. Yeah, I think again, I think it. I th- yeah, I mean, I, I think the. Um, it's only going to be good for the game in, in you know, especially yeah. as we're on the fluff side of nothing else. Starting the march to terror, you know, it's where these guys seem to start coming in a bit more, I think. Because I mean, unless apart from from my experience, and that that's pretty limited, apart from um, Argotal, there's not a huge uh, and his sort of story with the weapons and everything. There's not a huge amount of custodies stuff outside of that. Um, Prospero Burns. No, just just uh, Aquilon and his com- compatriots that was later killed by, yeah, the, the big, biggest whiner in the galaxy. <laughs> well, uh, there's some. Well, they're around Terra, but there's heaps of custodians like in the Garrow stories. Yeah, and they're mentioned like being like somewhat being useless at guarding stuff in the. Praetorian of Dorne. <laughs> That's no, the Imperial Fists saying that. So. Yeah, yeah. no comment. <laughs> no comment about Ooh. Imperial Fists ever. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm biased. Why you little? Well, I, I guess we're going to see like once they have rules, most people will, will will probably buy two boxes of these anyway. That means that you know. There will be enough to do two squads, so they'll have some allies. Mm. And if, if they do, if the Sisters of Battle becomes like part of, you know, like a, an army list, then they go. It, it's an easy way to buff up your army pretty quick. And yeah. I, I'm gonna love these because it, they're gonna give me heaps of opportunities to do to use them in like uh, when I do my custom missions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the definitely. Sisters of yeah. Silence will definitely be in the Talents of the Emperor army list that with with the Custodes. So yeah. they will and they will use the the best kind of usually the best the same as the Ages of, of the Emperor. I mean, yeah. well, uh, and also sure. as uh, there will be more and more psychic powers floating around. Yep. They'll. De- I reckon they'll definitely start seeing more tabletop action. Because currently yeah. now, like in 30k, they, like I noticed that at BSK as well. Like I, I have nothing against psychic powers, really. That's because not, up until now, no one's have. used them. Yeah. Well, as, as soon as like even if someone just rocks up with the librarian, it becomes like super powerful because no one really has anything to counter it. 
you basically have to kill it to get yeah. rid of the stupid thing. <laughs> and they get invisibility, and then you're just <laughs> angry at life. Yeah. Oh, well. And we should just do a quick note here. The Sisters of Silence and Sisters of Battle are not the same thing. No. The Sisters of Battle were, uh, comes around comes onto the field about six or seven thousand years after the heresy during the age of apostasy well yep. you know details <laughs> and that, that's more of a religious thing well this is yeah they're they're they're, they're a religious cult the other ones are working for the astro telepathica yeah. so let's let's just step on a little bit here yeah and i'm Could looking go i'm looking... if you want yeah, I think we'll save the other one till last. I mean, Araman, I think, is one that I, I want to go to first. Um, and just uh, from a personal point of view, I love the model. Absolutely love the model. Um, I think it's just Egyptian Space Wizard enough uh, for me to make it interesting and fun and to see what, you know, and to have him as a character there. Um the only thing I have an issue with is that he, it's actually Araman in the game. Because I was expecting this guy to be a um, character series model. There's been no word to say either yes or no on that, though. Yeah, it, it, might, still, it might still be a character model, but not just the Battle of Prospero one. Yeah, I just, I'm just thinking that it's a bit... Um, it's a bit of a, a, a step away from the, the same tune that, that uh, has been played before and actually releasing... Okay, it's a second box game, but releasing a plastic character um, and then remaking him in, in resin, you know, I don't know. I don't, like you say, it's, it's quite possible, but I'm wondering how much this is actually being done to aim at the 40k market, having a plastic Aramon. Well, no. doesn't he look like completely different in 40k? Or yeah, well, he does. But I'm just, I'm just wondering if it's, uh, if it's taking that and going to, um, you know, making it available for Zinch armies and or whatever, you know. Well, they already have a model. Yeah, and they I, already have has rules. I, yeah, I guess I'm talking myself into a corner here. I'm just going to back away slowly and just put my and, reversing uh, lights on and just back we, away we from those also... comments. We could also do it like this. There's rumors that on the 25th, the new plastic, the plastic magnus will release, yeah. and the Thousand Suns uh, uh, data sheet for uh, 40k and stuff like that. And uh, there will be even more more fuckery about uh, around Fenris. <laughs> well, that should be interesting to see. I wonder if Russ will actually come back now. Um... Uh, probably not. He's still drinking mead in the in the warp. Yeah, still drinking mead and what with his with whoever, whoever will well, listen. Well, he he did send the Thirteenth Company back a few years ago, but that got retconned. <laughs> yeah, well, let's not go into that. Well, they they like I I like the model. Mm -hmm. I can't complain of that. Like he well, it it might be that you know he he never becomes like a special edition model in resin. So be it. But what are you doing? Sorry, just having some problems with my microphone here. Apologies. Okay. <laughs> are you reattaching the the guard again? Uh, no, oh. no. Something just fell off the microphone, and I'm just trying to find somewhere to put it so I don't lose it. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Well, Fair, enough. Okay. Fair enough. Anyway, so the the only thing you know that 
is bothering me is that, like in the calf box, fine, you had two special characters and they were part of the story, but you could use them for everything else. Now you got like the the space wolf guy and you have Ariman, and they're not fucking generic, are they? Well, Ariman, <laughs> it, Ariman definitely it, isn't. No. No, and and neither is the fucking fell handed dude. Yeah, he's easy so, to convert. Yeah. Well, if you just remove to, all the wolf. Yeah. And replace yeah. it with green stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's e- just easy, me. Easy to convert compared to the calf dudes. Yeah, they were really nice because they were had no markings on them whatsoever. No, they're super yeah. purpose. They're super pur- super cross purpose, and you know I think I've yeah. used like three of each in my army so far. Yeah, yeah. my chaplain from the calf box made a perfect Ladinian uh, librarian, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. See, so that that's my only beef is that basically if you're not playing Space Wolves or Thousand Sun, these uh, characters are absolutely useless. <laughs> yeah. Unless you really, really want to convert them or paint them up, anyway. Yeah. But as you say, as I, I get what you're saying. The calf ones were more user-friendly, yeah. so to speak, if you were yeah. buying several boxes. But what, I mean, what, you... Do you, what do you guys think about the model itself? I mean, let's actually just talk about the model itself for a minute and who it represents. I mean, what, how, what do you think about it? Do you guys like it? Do you, you know, is it Marmite on you? Is it like love it or hate it? Or no, I, I like both models. Yeah, I think they're, they're same okay. here. Maybe, maybe the I kind of expected that amount of uh, bling for uh, Ariman, but the uh, the space wolf one kind he's of it feels a wolf. bit. Yeah, it kind of feels more like forty cash, but yeah, it's, it's a bit too much. Both wolf and then they have all the runic elements that they have on the for, the thirty k upgrade kits. Mm-hmm. There's upgrade kits from Forge World. So combine those with excessive amounts of wolf, basically. I get the feeling this is like an exhibit design. You know, yo dog, I hear you like wolf bits, so we put wolf bits on your wolf bits. He, he got an a, basically a tabard or something or loincloth. That's a wolf head with wolf fur and wolf uh, claws. Uh, it's a, it's a bit too much. <laughs> and then he has uh, basically half a wolf on the backpack and then he got all the runic details yeah but if you if you compare him to like i'm looking at the back of the box now if you compare him to like the other space wolves that they painted up yeah like he is like oh my fucking god he's he's the 40k wolf oh <laughs> standing out like with his dick dick in hand compared to the other ones the other ones look 30k space wolves just like i've always pictured them there's like they have just enough wolf runes and stuff on them to make them space wolves. The other one is just, yeah, what the fuck, they dipped him in extra space space wolfiness. Yeah, it's like they just yeah, there is a little bit of the, they just sort of covered him in glue and dipped him in the 40k spare, uh, the 40k bits box. Uh, yeah. And that's what came out. But again, you know, it's it's looking at him now, because I'm just looking at, the, like I said, looking at the 360 on the GW website. You know, if you want to turn this guy into something um, without seeing the model in hand, you might have to suck up the fact that he's got the wolf pelt on his crotch. Um, but you yep, can always re- <laughs> you could always replace those legs potentially. I love the chain on the bolter, by the way. I love the way the bolter's held on there with the chain. You know, you know what? What? That's one of the things I hate about him. Why does really? he have a bolter purse? Well, there makes no sense to why that bolter should have be dangling on a chain inside his uh, 
fighting stance, basically. No, true, but I, I kind of like it. I, I like it in the fact that it's, it seems much more. No, I don't know if aggressive is the right word, but it, it seems a bit more. Um, they were out of maglocks. Basically, yeah. yeah, a bit more metal. I'm going to put it well, the other way. Maybe that's because he's covered in so much wolf that he couldn't maglock it to himself. Oh, quite possible. Yeah. You never know. And that's just even more stupid. Yeah. Just gonna say this to Jacob coming on the fire if you listen to this one. He has a bolter purse and is covered in too much wolf, and that's why it looks ridiculous. There we go. Oh, that might shots, also be true for part of Russ. Shots fired. <laughs> it's not like I haven't told him that before. Yeah, I know, but she can't take you anywhere, Chris. There's, al- there's always something. Always something. Disgraceful. <laughs> but I can say also that his, his armor is really, really nice, and that he's. His combat blade is really nice as well, with that uh, basically brass knuckles on outside <laughs> on the on the hilt. Have you yeah. got? Have you got Chris? Have you got this sprue to hand by any chance? Can you get hold of it? Uh, I have what? him uh, re- in the middle of a re-sculpt next to me. Okay. Oh, How I have his sprue. I'm just interested in the. I'm just interested in that bolter purse um, yeah. chain. Where it's is attached that... to the bolter. Yeah, it's attached to the bolter, but is the bo- is it's that like a two millimeter gap on the top where it attaches the armor on both sides, like the nub? Basically. Okay, so it basically attaches to the armor, so it's not actually built onto the chest armor. No, it's like oh, a no, loose no, no. bolter. Uh, loose. Oh, that's cool. Because I mean, look, looking at that, like I said, potentially change the change the leg armor if you want to, um, and then you can keep the combat knife or chop the blade off and put another sword blade on there or whatever. And you can make a decent Praetor character out of this guy. Um, just tone down the wolfishness a bit, and I'd, I'd lose the backpack pretty quickly. Yeah, if uh, basically if you actually put the helmet on him, or another head, yeah. and lose the backpack, it's, that really devolves him quite quickly. I'm not so fussed about the head, but I get what you're saying. Um, but definitely that the backpack... That depends on what you're going to use him for, but well, if you yeah. want to change him quickly, just... Remove the head. The only bad thing with the head is that it's flat on the bottom, and basically there's no indentation for the head to sit on, on top of it. Like, okay. I, I, I could, like, I don't know. The fucking wolf on the crush is pain in the ass. Everything else could probably be fixed yeah. pretty easily. But what I'm thinking about making him into uh, a lunar wolf. Ooh, nice. Actually, even if you do uh, part of the fist from in with that I could keep, keep some well, of them. The, 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 the fucking lightning claw uh, I'm definitely because that could be used as a raven's talon because mm-hmm. it has kind of the same symbols as the raven guards has on it and there's no fucking wolf on it thank fuck <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, anybody would think you're happy about that actually Freddy. that entire arm lacks wolf yeah, I know. Because the shoulder pad is separate. Yeah. And then you, you'll have to carve off the wolves on the on the freaking shoulder pads. That's pretty easy. The rust bolter on chain. Well, you'll have to green stuff fill the yeah, fucking engraved rust. It's engraved. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the actual the the sword. I would probably just cut off the fucking wolf teeth. And then that sword is good to go. You just put like on a, I don't know, like a an eagle or something at the end. Yeah, or just keep it as it is. Yeah. Or like just glue on something circular to make a pommel. Yeah. 
I mean, there's there's play with that basically. Yeah. Yeah, but there's there's a lot of stuff here that's useless. <laughs> yeah. like if you want to do, there's too much wolf. But again, if you're if you're a wolf player and you you like that sort of thing, congratulations. You've just got a you know, your your wolf has been wolfed. You know. Yeah. No, no, like that. I don't. I don't mind. It would have been enough with the wolf around his waist. Okay, that's fine enough. But like the freaking tail on his chest as well, and the backpack is just horrendous. Yeah, then you got the wolf uh, head on the crotch, the tail. You got the, the four four limbs of the, two four limbs of the wolf well, as well. The, and then you the get dude to the has, skull. The dude has one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven wolf heads on him. Oof. Yeah, I think that's he, a bit that's a bit excessive. And the backpack, you got the big wolf-like skull, and you get the plates with the gems on, and then you got the wolf tails, yeah. and you get two wolf heads as the, the vents. So basically, oh, yeah. he's pretty wolfed up, is what we're saying. Yeah, a he's bit uh, madness wolf. He would fit perfect in a 40k wolf army. That's a standard marine. A <laughs> well, grey hunter's leader or something like that, maybe. I was just thinking standard. Standard. The most box standard you can find. Because hmm. yeah. it, it, it's not... It's not an, yeah, it's it's like a tactical marine in 40k. If he had about five or six more wolf heads on, he would probably be like some sort of, you know... What are they called? Like grey beards or grey hounds or... Uh, long, uh, what you mean, long fangs or grey hunters? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, those guys. <laughs> those guys, wolf, wolf lords guys, or wolf guards, or the wolf dudes, the wolf wolves. <laughs> yeah, and not the claws, but the wolves. Extra wolf. Yeah, wolfy McWolf a lot. They just needed him to ride a wolf, and then it would be all good. <laughs> and that would make Jake so fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you cut this one up, and then. It, Portion them out in like two or three tactical squads in your army. That would be the about the right amount of wolf, I think. Yeah, uh, like yeah. I said, I reckon with a little bit of uh, playing around with the legs, you could turn him into a decent. I, I reckon character. if you take if you take a normal Mark III dude and you put like a like the sergeant little crest thingy on the helmet, and you only take the backpack. And put it on there, and then he could be like a delegatus. Yeah, because that would make sense. Or the standard bearer in a command squad, because yeah. that is big enough. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but, uh, the standard bearer would actually make you a banner. That would look pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, okay. but how the fuck would you cut it off? The I never said it was going to be easy, Freddie. I just said it looked cool. Okay. I want to see you try running around with like a banner attached to your backpack. I'm not an eight foot tall superhuman. <laughs> Have you not uh, seen the classical Japanese and Chinese armors? Yeah, I have, but that's not even close to this. <laughs> you could, wise. But uh, this is a power armored future warrior that likes to dress in wolf bits. But they're aer- aerodynamically posed, like. Uh... <laughs> Not yeah. just one big fucking pole in the back. But on the other hand, put this on a Terminator command squad on top of a Terminator. Because well, then you, you can still have both hands free on that model. 
it's true. Yeah, they are oh, relentless. It's a good use for it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the wolf dude. And Ariman, we've kind of gone through. Uh, I can't, like, Ariman is, it has the same issue. Uh, you can't convert it into something else, really. Not easily, anyway. No, no you need to... Uh, purpose, basically. You need to get rid of the entire front of the model for that. Yeah, well... Because I got the rune plates and the scarab and everything else. Yeah, it's hard to make him into, like, a generic librarian. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm just going to have a look at him now. So, see. yeah, so that's my... That's, like, uh, my own... My, Besides not being as cost-efficient as the Celt box, that's yeah. my only beef with this box, is that you get two characters that you're absolutely not going to use, and you're probably going to see eBay fucking swamping with these. They already yeah. are, yeah. They're already getting so, swamped up. Freddy? Yep. There's one, one more thing in the box, right? There is. You don't have, do you happen to have the transfer sheet handy? Yes, I do. Right there in front of me. Yeah, let's go through that one. Oh yes, because that's well, pretty. The, yeah, it's really pretty. Because you get yeah. it's similar to the Kelf one, uh, yep. except that you also get Sister of Silence. Yes. Transfers, which the is basically their little tattoos. Head, tattoos, <laughs> tattoos for their heads. <laughs> but you get you get a really decent amount of Terminators if you are, uh, if you're playing Wolves or Thousand Sons actually. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah. ba basically, it's just like the cat box. You get it, enough transfers so you can paint the entire box and use yep. all the transfers as either faction. Yeah. So That's you get nice. More, yeah, so you get more transfers than you need, so, you know, which yeah, is they, awesome. Considering they could have just given, like, the exact amount of transfers that would fit what's supposed to be built of this box for the game. Yeah. But they give... Uh, enough transfers to actually use this as a starting point for an army. And that's really nice. And that actually yeah, that, that that statement there, Chris, actually leads me into something I've while I've been sat here and obviously you guys have been chatting away and I've been sort of listening and building and stuff. Kalth again Kalth versus this. My initial thoughts are Kalth is very much more the build your army and this feels very much more like build your ZM. Yeah. To me, as in, you know, it seems to be a little bit more focused forces, size-wise. I mean, we're talking 30 Marines. Yes, we're talking, you've got the 10 Terminators in, in that, in the 5 Terminators, sorry. But you've got two very specific characters, 5 Custodes and 5 Sisters of Silence in there as well. This is very much, this very much feels like a either a, it feels like an upgrade to the Kalth box. If you get me, as in, you know, you can you can basically, if you've got the Kalth box, you buy this, you upgrade your your forces. Does that make? Do, do you see what I'm where I'm sort of coming mm -hmm. with on that one? As in, you know, you get the extra the extra attack marines or the extra marines, which you can, you know, if you want to game with it, you can go and make them veterans because they're in the older style armor or whatever. And then you've got um, the uh, words. Then you've got the Tartarus, which can expand the force, but really that's pretty much it. Um, you're then stuck with the, the basic characters, uh, or the not-so-basic characters, I should say. Uh, whereas Kalth, you can literally create any any army you want using that. So that's what I mean. It's all like the, the general components feel like they're an upgrade to, to Kalth, 
or this is very much a specific if you want to start Space Wolves or if you want to start T-Suns, this is where you do it. Yeah. Well, hmm. uh, I don't know. Like the, the only thing about Kelf is that in the Kelf box, you get everything is generic like here but here you have sisters of silence and custodies and they're only loyalists so you kind of fucked with them yeah if you if you're collecting traders then you get two characters you can't really use but instead of all these things like in the the only difference instead of a contemptor and two generic characters you you get Five custodians, five sisters of silence, and uh, two special characters that aren't generic. Yeah. So well, I guess you, you know, yeah, you know, the trade-off. People are, some people are, I've seen some negativity. They're like, oh no, the Kelf book is way, way more bang for the buck, and blah blah blah. But really, the only thing that you're giving away is two characters and a contemptor for some custodians and sisters. The silence, which I reckon is, you know, you, you you can still have use for them, especially yep. for missions. You can trade them for other things with some of the place of loyalists. So, oh yeah, they're, they're probably this 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 deal. But yeah, but like entry level, I still reckon that the Kelf box is better. Yeah. Yeah. And Not well, unless you so, really so, want the market. Yeah, Mortalis, <laughs> I, I I don't know, like so Mortalis. Like really, the only thing that you're really trading away is the contempt of zero dots, mm. which yeah. you can still use in the zone metallis. So, yeah. but if you look at this from a board game perspective, this feels like an upgrade or like an expansion. Yeah, I guess. Even it's... though even though the games are different, the contents of uh, the units feel like oh, we got, got a bit more specialized because this is an upgrade. Yeah, mm. I guess that's that's what it feels like. It's like I said, it's. As I look at it, if I was going to, if I'm getting into the game for the first time, and I'm looking at this in the way that a lot of people have looked at it, not as in I'm buying a board game to play, it's I'm buying a board game which happens to be a army starter. You know, this is what I'm going with. I'm going with something that's going to get me going in in the hobby, in the game of 30k. Then, you know, unless I'm specifically wanting to play Thousand Suns or Space Wolves, I'm going for Betrayal at Kalth. Because it's a, but I think it's a better starting point. Well, it all depends. Like, if you're really into Mark III armor, then obviously this is the yeah. way to go. Yeah. And I think that you could probably, like, if you want a Mark III and you want Cataphracty and have that little kind of old school feel, I'm pretty sure you can trade your Tartarus for Cataphracty and stuff and back and forth. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's definitely doable. I mean, that stuff's like currency, yeah. to be fair. Like, like seriously, still, you get, like, if you think bang for your buck, and you only think about the 30 Mark III and the Tartarus, you still do, you're still way ahead. Yeah, especially yeah. if you can, you know, you compare that to um, the resin prices and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. And also, you probably already own, like, a box of Calf. Which means that you ha you probably have a heaps of special weapons that you can interchange, and suddenly you have like another three plasma guns. The the good and the bad thing about okay, they only picked the heavy bolter, but at least that means that you probably will have heaps of heavy bolter left over from Calf, which means that you can do your heavy support squad with heavy bolters. And if you're Dark Angels, you're gonna love that shit because yeah. you're you're probably the one friend in the group that wants to steal everyone else's heavy bolters. 
give a good shit so I can put the molecular acid in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're like uh, doing it for, like if you're an Imperial Fist player and what really really want to be basic skill five heavy bolters yeah. that would be a waste of a heavy support team. And if for some reason you find shrapnel rounds actually work as an Iron Warriors player, you know, go with that. Uh, yeah, like, against just, uh, militia, fuck yeah. Well, well, the, if we're gonna do that, that, we could also include the Alpha Legion players in this. <laughs> yeah, they're on both sides anyway, so yeah. Yep. It works either way for them. Right. So yeah, so I think that's a, a pretty decent roundup of the the box in itself. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, one last question before we sort of wrap this section up. Yep. Wish listing for the next box. If they release another box game, what would you like it to be? What story? Uh, what, what period? What would you be interested in seeing? Uh, I, I I'm <laughs> I'm waiting for that ZM special, the Contrador. Thingy. The Contrador or the, or the Battle of Fowl? Yeah, the Battle of Fowl thingy. Oh, Fists versus uh, Iron Warriors yeah, in the Summer Talis boarding actions. Yeah, and I'm hoping, cool. I'm hoping to see some Breachers and I'm hoping to see some Mark II. That would be mm-hmm. a beast. Maybe a box dread just for the fun of it. Ah, uh, no box dread. So this is wish wish thinking here. No, but yeah, but that I'm, would be awesome in Summer Talis. But, but the problem is... We probably won't see that. To be realistic there now, seeing how they released minis, I assume we'll see, well, definitely should be Assault Marines, Breachers, and the next tactical stuff would be Mark II. So they probably do Mark II, uh, and then do some Mark II Assault Marines, and then they'll do some Mark III Breachers. And they probably add on the options that there is currently missing out for like all the boxes. Yeah, there will just be a sprue of Nancy boxes to go with all of your armies. Instead of yeah. instead of weapons. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> well, they, they might, like, if they do Mark II, the backpack is going to be the same, so they probably yeah. had Nancy boxes for them, and then they cut yeah, Mark II and would, Mark III covered. It would be really nice just to have that Nancy box for ease. It would be but, easier for people I, to start. But now when they kind of see the interest, they they what they probably have, they'll probably have... A rhino, and then uh, you know, instead of a dreadnought or anything, they probably have a rhino because that's a stock standard thing. Yeah, Demos pattern rhino. Yeah, because I mean that has been rumored in plastic. So yeah, but the only pictures for that rumor has been a scratch build. Yeah. But yeah, re- realistically, if they want to keep the box game thingy, they were they should probably do foul, and they should probably do. Um, you know, breaches. Or for that reason, do the Imperial Fists versus uh, Kill Robots on Mars. Um, so you can introduce an- yet another faction in the starter box. Uh, plastic Mechanicum, you're thinking? Oh. Yeah, at least the p- plastic basic basic Mechanicum, like a Castellux and stuff like that. Yes, please, my Pravian just went squeeze. Okay. Uh, yeah, because that would be awesome, considering that's one of the more important battles in the Sol system. Before the enti- before the entire entire no, fleet well, arrives, then they'll probably do plastic thalax and not castellax because that's unless they just do one instead of a contemptor. The castellax is way easier to make, I think, if you want to. Mm. But on the other hand, we would we know that I and a lot of people said that there wouldn't be Mark III in plastic, but these look really nice. Yeah. 
So. Well, I, I would love to have Mark, Mark II in plastic. Yeah. Because then they have the whole, the full Monty. Uh, then you just need Mark V as well, then. Well, Mark V, you just mix everything up. <laughs> You're good to oh. go. Not really, but almost. Okay. So, any other wish lists? Anything else wish list that you want to add to that before we uh, before we move on? Well, bridge, bridges, assault marines, and uh, plastic Mark II. Uh, Mark II marines. Mark II yeah, marines. I'd say, I'd say maybe uh, like the Battle for Mars. Okay. Just uh, grabbing some stuff from like Indomitus pattern. Terminator armor, and uh, you can have some Mechanicum stuff in there. Cool. And the biggest one, don't use uh, a name that confuses people to who the character is in the box. Yeah. Who the fuck is this fell-handed dude? It's not yeah. Bjorn. And there is a reason. There is a reason. Yeah. The reason is that Bjorn didn't become the fell-handed until several years after Prospero. He was just like a line sergeant or line captain in this case in this time. So basically, it's a, an honorific, isn't it? Is what we we sort of. Yeah. It's after he is uh, basically his entire company was killed to a man, and he was the only one survivor. He was the first lone wolf, and then he got his vengeance and his quest completed, and then he was promoted to to the wolf guard, and become became the yeah the fell handed then. Okay. So, Fair enough. So I know there's. Uh, some people say that well, he should have been. It should have been uh, Bjorn. Bjorn. But, but they didn't get uh, permission from Fortwell to do it. Then they could have do a bit more t- tactical naming, that not including Fellhanded in his name. <laughs> yeah, that might have been useful. Would be a really, really good thing. But uh, on the other hand, Bjorn wasn't a Fellhanded. This is at the beginning. This is before the Harris starts. People tend to forget that I think that. Prospero happened first, basically. Yeah. So was Prospero. Fair enough, then. I feel fully educated on the correct information. <laughs> on the correct pronunciation. It was, be- it yeah. was before, before they lost the trust in Horus and him sending people everywhere. <laughs> at the same time, that where, when he sent the Sanguinius and the, most of the Blood Angels into the Cygnus region. Basically. Yeah, things went a bit dark at that point. Yep. Yep. For sure. Because nothing, nothing says dark that, than uh, like what yeah, demon world. Of, yeah. New wish list. Cygnus Prime, Blood Angels versus Demons, and oh, Space Wolves. Okay, now that's cool. That I can get behind. <laughs> that I can definitely yeah, get behind. Yeah, but the 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 squad of Space Wolves must be there, and one scenario must be that they can't survive. That's one mission. <laughs> because they don't. You're gonna die. Yeah, when they well, like uh, no, I'm not gonna move into that because that's spoilers for that book. Um, that's just rude. Well, you know. <laughs> well, you already said they're not gonna survive, so I think. I think spoiler territory. Yeah, but is it the demons or the blood angels? You have to read the book for the to to know. Oh, nice try to save there. Now you just made it less, uh, even more. Uh, <laughs> is it Amit? Is it Amit, or is it someone else? Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. Okay. Right. Now we're going to have to shut you up. 
Now we're going to have to stop now before you completely ruin someone's book and, you know, it all, all gets witchy-poo and shit. Um, so, yeah, let's let's do that, actually. let's. Yeah, I think it's time that we moved on from this section. I think we've covered everything we can for Prosper. I think we've done a good job. I'm feeling yep. pretty happy with what we've done. Um, and I think it's about time that we took a break and we move on to our wrap-up. So we will come back with our wrap-up, our fantastic finale to every show, right after this little tune.
for the wrap-up so there's a few things we want to go over and i think we're going to start with the uh, one of the most important things which is uh, the good stuff the community does so our charity section and chris you got some information for us on that bud yeah i do this is we got an email a while ago from ryan kimmel from radio free Swap, and it's uh, an annual event he's a reporter about and that's uh, I'm just going to read part of it. Uh, my buddy Jamie runs charity auctions every year for the Freebooters forums, and this year all the charity arms are, are 30k. I was hoping you guys would shout them out on your show as they release. We have linked them, I know. Yep. Uh, the Freebooters yep. did five different armies this year, and the first, w- first one that will go up is an Alpha Legion army. The other four will all go live before Christmas. All money made will be donated to Toys for Tots, which is a charity run by the US Marine US Marines Corps, in which they provide Christmas toys to need, to kids that need need them, or that can't get them anywhere anywhere else basically. Yeah. And uh, I got the information on the uh, Alpha Lydia list here, and that's the first of the five, and that's uh, and out of the box it's playable at two thousand five hundred points, but if you don't uh, follow force organizations, basically, you can get over 3,000 points in a, this list. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, five HQs, and Dynet, Dynet uh, Praetor in Terminator Armor, Chaplain, Delegatus Console, a Saboteur, uh, uh, I have a Land Raider, uh, three different Contempted Reds with different weapons, and then they got uh, four, four, four times ten tech marine squads with rhinos, and one ten-man tech squ- support with plasma guns. And, of course, since uh, Alpha Lions are sneaky, there's a ten-man Dark Fury squad f- fully converted with uh, Alpha Lions torsos, helms, and pads, and a ten-man headhunter squad. So they are upgraded and everything. I think we have this one we have linked on our on our page, I know, this army. Yeah, and it's And it's for a really nice cause. Considering we are a really good community for charity so far, and I hope this trend will continue. So I hope people will at least look at these armies and see if they can bid, if they want to, or just feel like they, if they need the army, or they just want to bid for the sake of it. Well, let's just let's just go off experience that you know at the end of the day, if you win, you win a fantastic, fantastically painted, uh, well put together army or model or whatever it is but in this case it's an army and the money that you you actually put forward to it if you, you know think about it to buy, buy a bidding as a group or something get your local gaming group to buy an army together you know get yep. that money pulled up and then you're coming out with something good somebody else who needs it is coming out with something good as well which is very important and that's the and uh, speaking of that 100 percent of the auction cost 
that's donated to Toys for Tots because every miniature and the painting time and this, everything like that is donated for the charity. So no money will go th- to pay for that. That's really important, yeah. I think. Yep. Yep. And uh, the armies that will go up for auction is the Alphalene army that I just mentioned. Uh, there's a Dark Angels army that will come go for auction, a World Eaters, an Imperial Fist, and a Black Shields army. And the Black Shields army is a Somertalis force, I believe, and it's up on uh, eBay currently as well. Yep, right now, live and kicking. Yeah. Awesome. And I got, I got like, outfitted in five seconds. Since I put a <laughs> bid, someone else always bids over me. Yeah. Well, you know, somebody somebody's already targeted that army and put put money in on it. Then, by the sounds of it, yeah. set themselves a price and going right. That's what I can afford. But uh, you know, can't knock that. Again, it's all good for the community in one way, shape, or form. So, power yep. power to everybody involved in that. We appreciate it, and the, the the people who will benefit from it will truly appreciate it. So that's awesome. Do we have anything else in our charity section that we need to talk about? Uh, not right now, I think. Not I don't right know now. of, but if uh, anyone have anything that they would want us to mention in the charity section, please send an email to the Randian Heresy <laughs> podcast. Perfect. Nice little information blurb there. That's exactly what we needed. Um, so let's move on to events. Let's try and get these in order if we can. And I do believe the first one coming up is a Varii 4. That's um, right, on the 17th of December. Yes, and it's all types of crazy. There's going to be a massive APOC game. Uh, 12,000 points of size, I believe. Is that right, Mr. Freddy? That is right, and I'm playing in the APOC, and I believe you are playing in the other one. I am playing in what's been dubbed the normal mode. So this is uh, three three different game sizes. So um, what are they saying? It's 1,000 ZM list, 2,000 and 3,000 point lists, and I am down to play in that, which is going to be fucking awesome, and I'm having a lot of fun building some stuff for that right now so uh yeah i'm going to be repping there and we you and i have talked about this haven't we freddie about uh, trying to do some decent live streaming for the event as well uh, yeah put some effort for sure getting some good live stream because that worked really well for us and for you guys so we're gonna show off yeah well you know mm. uh, well you know if if my APOC game ends up really quickly, I can always come over and live stream your games. Yeah, well, we, we may have a cameraman coming down, and uh, Mr. Eric from uh, BS Core. Um, is said yeah, he mentioned gonna... something about going there for yeah, he's, as a spectator. He's gonna, he has been kind of railroaded into actually <laughs> helping us out a little bit. So, uh, love you, Eric. Um, yeah, we, we may have railroaded him in on that one, or at least I may yep. have. So, yeah, um, I would have loved to go to the final BSK event, but that's uh, basically the weekend moving house. So. Yeah, well, some things have to take priority for some reason. I don't know why you've gone and chosen flipping, you know, moving house as a priority. I get the hobby room. Uh, mm. right, that's legit, I guess. Uh, Whatever, you know. We'll let you have that one, Chris. Uh, everyone knows that it's just lovely weather to be moving house in the middle of December. Been there, done that before. Totally understand. Yeah. It's like it's it's totally it's like food for the soul, my friend. It's food for the soul, um, or the soul of your boot. It depends how you look at it. Um, but you know you're going to have fun. Let's put it like that. So um, that's that one. What's up next after that? Gokon Easter. Easter Gothcon. We are missing Gothcon. out Adepticon and Stiff, obviously. We're not yeah, the they're, they're, so, they're so big, we don't have to <laughs> shout them out, I reckon. Well, obviously, there's uh, Stiff 3 yeah. in Texas. 
which we're going to. And there's Adepticon, which I just find out I can play the entire narrative and then I can do the team challenge. You can. Awesome. Great. Yeah, it's perfect. That reminds me, I need to find some money for a ticket somehow. Yep. Well, you need to get... Otherwise, I don't have a teammate. Yeah, well, I'm going to do my best. Do my best. You know how things are. Um, Freddie, you're quite adept at playing yourself. No, that's playing with himself. With himself. Yeah, playing himself. Jesus Christ. Let's get it right. It's a family show off. Well, no, it's definitely not a family show. That's right. Anyway. I'll, I'll get a, you know, one of the real dolls to stand yeah. in as a teammate. Yeah. It's yeah. Freddy and his android. Yeah. <laughs> it's Freddy and Freddy. You wouldn't notice much of a difference. It's fine. No, exactly. Oh. Uh, anyway. So, uh, well, we have Steve 3. We have Adepticon. Uh, there's going to be more information about that follow because i assume we're going to do like some you know fucking pre stiff three podcast and what what events we're signing up to and what's going on and uh, so stay tuned for that but uh you know focusing a bit more on the scandinavian scene we have i'm gonna do a short you're gonna do a short I'm going to do a short now. Considering I realized that this event is actually held on january 14 and 15 of next year which event is this this is the Clash of the Titans in whatever it's called in the Rocky Mountain Mountain region. Rocky Mountain region, okay. So it's in Wyoming. Yes. Ah. Got a sent from by from listener, and uh, it's uh, Clash of the Titans, uh, Wyoming, the 14th and 15th of January in Cheyenne. Mhm. Mhm. Cool. And, Keep going. Uh, yeah. How many actually, points? What's going on? I'm actually trying to. So you cut it, because... Chris. Seriously, man. You I cut it on a feed. You cut in, but there's nothing to it. You know, there's this sort of like, <laughs> you know, an immediate oof, and then there's nothing there. What, there's, yeah, the thing is that I didn't really say anything directly because there's several different events. There's a tournament at uh, 250 points, Age of Darkness Force Org. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, can't, can't use the Knights list. Uh, any army may bring uh, one. To select one Imperial Knights as a Lord of War choice. Yeah. Mechanicum may bring an Imperial Knight as a Lord of War per the normal rules. Scoring objectives will be done 7th edition style. I, all units can store by troops and units with implacable violence gain objective secured. So they're using. They're probably using that one to lure in 40k players in the scene, on the scene. Yeah, that's legit. But uh, this is with three games. That one and the awards will be given out for best imperial, best traitor, best painter, best general, best sport, and the fairest manus award. Rackets, this goes to the player who had the lowest battle points because Fermus Manus did lose his head in his first battle of the Harris after all. Class. <laughs> and then they got that. a narrative. That's awesome. They got a narrative event. That's yeah. good, that is more. So I got the, the first game will be 2,250, second will be 2,000 points, and the third game will be 1,500 points. So they're de- de-escalating. Yeah, that sounds interesting. We should yeah. really look at doing that at some point in the event. Yep. So this this set of de-escalating battles will represent a grueling campaign where both sides are exhausting their available forces with only a small battle. One company has decided the fate of the sector by the last game. And then they have Primark Fulgrim's Most Perfect Miniature Painting Contest. Oh, Fulgrim standard. Mm. See, he's already convinced me that yeah, this so is like the best event have... ever. We will have Taking a, single... a piece out of first and focusing on full game. Uh, we will have a, <laughs> we will have single single miniature, squad, or large model categories. There will be be a best of show awards for each category, and an overall winner will take the full green t- trophy for having the perfect paint job. 
Each Clash of the Titans tickets will, will yep. <laughs> give okay, you entry for a single on. model to enter into painting contest. Additional painting entries may be purchased for five dollars each. Mm, interesting idea. Uh, you may enter models that you have in your list, and then they got some hotel information. But that's not up yet, and then the location. It's uh, the Laramie County Community College and the Health Science Building, first floor. So okay. if you know where that is, probably go there. And this, that's, that is uh, clashofthetetons.com. If you find information, and I will probably post a link in our event sections on the site on our fa- Facebook page. Yeah, we should probably try and get in touch with them and have a chat with them, and you know. Yeah. See what we can do yeah. about giving a bit more. I want to know more about the Fulgrim Prize. <laughs> the Fulgrim Trophy. Yeah. So exactly what oh. is it and where does it get stuck? So what about <laughs> Gothcon? <laughs> Gothcon now. Gothcon, Freddy. Sorry, you're you're being right. back in. He's, he's he's finished cutting you up now. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> Gothcon is going. It's uh, well, it's the big uh, kind of gaming convention in Gothenburg. And it's uh, usually over Easter. Uh, so far, I have no idea exactly how many points and what's going on. Uh, but uh, Eric said he, as soon as he know he knows there's going to be a heresy event. Yeah, and I know he mentioned gonna... something about the 2500 yeah. limit. Yeah, and also it will have something to do with what happened at BSK. So there will be some sort of bonuses for, obviously, the loyalists then, because we won B- BSK. Yeah. Seeing as it was a loyalist then. I might switch side again. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, so that's, and after that, I guess the next one down the list is uh, Lincoln. Yeah. Which is yeah. What do you want me to do? You want me to run this, or someone else wants no, to run this? No, you go this, for it, bud. You, I mean, no, this, well, you take it. Hmm. Well, it's uh, during the Christie. It's at the gaming convention called Lincoln, and it's during the Christie Himmelfarts uh, long weekend. Uh, around the 25th be... of May, is it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, all the details are on Facebook, like if you want to know exact dates, what's going on. The players' pack is up, so, you know, go and read the players' pack for once, maybe. Okay. Or, <laughs> or don't do it. But basically, 2,000 points. It is a Shadow War campaign, so it's going to be Shadow War re- missions. There's going to be heaps of, heaps of twerks and twists and some special characters, hint hints, that's going to rock up and maybe affect the battle, who knows mm-hmm. uh, more, more details on the actual day, because I don't want to give away too many spoilers well, you guys already know the spoilers exactly, but kinda, you know, we've got to keep those because you're kind of cook. it's part of the Varangian Heresy tournament scene yeah, which will be talked <laughs> yeah. about in the future a bit more which is awesome, uh, right now we have 45 players signed up I don't know where the, where the limit is or how many we can have there. But, yeah, so far the organizer haven't asked for, like, a, a number. So I'm just going to keep the registration open until they say, like, you have to say how many people that can come. And then I guess I'll just take that number we have now and add on another five and then cut it off right there and <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Sorry, definitely. I had to take a sip of whiskey. It's right. uh, so much heresy what you need to do yeah and after uh, am i just going to keep going or yeah, yeah. We'll keep on going but that it is uh, the scorpius insurrection dun, dun, dun. now you can take over 2500 points two days 
Yeah, so Park like Shack. like we have to take over now. You're just giving all that information out there. No, uh, yeah, two thousand. Well, you can go go with dates, you know. Yeah, two thousand five hundred points. You're expecting me to remember dates right now. I appreciate that because I can't for the life of me. Uh, it's, Wasn't it the uh, second weekend in uh, second weekend in August? The second weekend in August, and mm. it's going to be held at Farm Shack Barbecue at outside of Lund here in Sweden, and mm. it's going to be. Um, two days the the plan is for the first day to be individual games and then the second day will be uh team games which will be divided decided on how your games go on the first day and then yeah, pure battle scores pure battle scores swiss system you know going from there um and yeah it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to yeah, be a whole and there's going to be yeah, it's going to be ho- heaps of different activities going on where you can kind of win extra dog tags, and there's going to be like heresy in space, heresy in <laughs> everywhere. Heresy in the ground, heresy, heresy. On, on the ground. Yep. yep. Uh, so definitely stay tuned to that. The player pack is going to get thrown up. Well, by the time this episode comes out, the player pack will be up and running. So just go and read that. If you want to, who cares? Maybe not. <laughs> but uh, more information to follow. And remember that you can also bring your dog tags that you, you know, won on Scandis or Link on this year. Because they're valid for next year. Soon you'll have like a massive fucking dog tag collection. See? So many dog tags. Can you hear them? <laughs> anyway. And after Scorpius, we have Scandis. Don't we? Yes, we Why do. So quiet. Yep. No, Why so quiet? <laughs> I'm getting all confused. Did I miss something? All right. No, nope, no, it's And all. yeah, and Scandus is going to be run on. What did I say? Like, uh, I just got a booking confirmed today, actually. Awesome. And it is the first weekend of of uh, fucking uh, October. So uh, last like or oh, last year, this year it was. Uh, it was the second week in October, but considering the the freaking um, place we played at was booked, we had to wait until the or we ha- I had to move it one weekend early. So it's going to be the first weekend of of October, and it's going to be three thousand five hundred points. Hey! Da, da, da. Even more crazy Escalate, shit. Escalation, baby. No and here I plan not to use uh, Mechanicum next year. Yeah, there you go. Well, <laughs> well, it's going to be kind of a toss up. We're going to do. Well, we're going to do like a Scorpius, a Lincoln, and a Scandis special uh, pod episode down the track. But basically going to be 3,500 points is going to be the main focus. Then they're also going to go uh, 1,250 points of Zone Mortalis is going to go on at the same time. Uh, Basically, one round is going to be four hours for 3,500 points on the main tables. While other people are playing on Zone Mortalis, the Zone Mortalis battles are going to affect main tables but it's all going to be explained later on it's going to be fucking Horus Heresy Mayhem Extraordinaire stay tuned for that because that's what we do that's what we do and obviously there's going to be everyone's favorite a night joust at the night and you know if you miss that you miss some of the best time (laughs) you you miss some of the fucking maniac fun ever all I can can say is rolling a six at the right time just Give somebody else a good day and, and give a good day <laughs> off for someone. It's the way. Well, to do you it. know, he did win the best prize for dying in the most flamboyant way. So there yeah. you go. Well, my knight <laughs> stood on him. What else was he going to do? There's no way yeah. anybody could beat that. It was just totally fucking awesome. Yeah. No, it's funny as fuck. 
Yeah. Definitely one of the highlights during the entire fucking event. And uh, there might be some super secret things going on. Maybe. Who knows? You know, there, there will be surprises and more information to follow about Scandis as well. Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, Players Pack is going up while you're listening to this as well. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we also have, which we haven't mentioned in order, but we also, we are hosting uh, the MKA painting boot masterclass boot camp which is a nice one which is between the 6th and the 10th of april here in the it's going to be in the malmo lund area we're still waiting to confirm details uh by the time this episode drops there should be a option to go and buy a ticket to reserve your place um and then with that there is uh, going to be a whole lot of fun we've got basically macked Matt Kane, Andy Wardle, and um, uh, Henry coming out. Sorry, Henry, I've mentioned your name several times. I keep, I haven't even caught your last name yet, so I do apologise. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, that we'll have you uh, have those guys coming over. We're going to do two days on painting tanks and basically starting from the ground up on airbrushing, um, and then from that there will be a um, a move up for a day off. Uh, to give everybody a bit of a breather because it's quite you know quite focused uh, learning and then there'll be gameplay there so we'll be playing some games and just generally hanging out chatting you know there'll probably be something crazy like a bit of a quiz or whatever whatever we can come up with and then the last two days are going to be all on painting the infantry and uh, how to do that so basically as we will have a um, a very special episode coming up with Matt Kane. Uh, very soon but it's very i think it's very safe to say that um, i have been warned that i may at some point very quickly after this class a uh, series of classes want to strip and repaint my entire army which scares me considering how long it took me to paint them originally but then again if i'm using an airbrush i should be there a lot quicker um so it's all good it's all good we shall see how it goes but yeah there is a butt ton of um events coming up that we're involved in that doesn't include um, like the guys at Avarii, BSK, you know, anybody else who's putting up their own events in Scandinavia. And if nothing else, all I can say is Scandinavia is where it's at, baby, when it comes to heresy. You guys got to, you know, come yeah. over. It's only it's only a short hop over on the, on an airplane from wherever you are. And, um, you know, Tim and Michael, if you, you guys want to come up and join us, you know, I think it's probably cheaper to come and join us than it is maybe to go over to the States. I don't know. Uh, maybe we do a halfway, halfway house and get everybody to come over to Sweden and then you know, we'll worry about the year after and we'll try and hold it in Sweden again. Uh, but we'll work something out. But uh, yeah, I think I think those are pretty much the key dates, don't you think, guys? Yeah, fuck yeah. Next year is going to be the year of fucking the heresy. It's going to be madness. Yep. It's going to be so uh, good. And if anyone else have an event to want to shout out. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. Drop us an email uh, to the podcast at gmail.com or... Um, basically just get in a touch. message on facebook yeah get in touch via facebook or you know whatever we can uh, have a uh com- we can have a conversation and get some details from you and get it all up yep. and posted and pimped out there for you well i'm thinking uh like we we will probably put a, a post-it thing on top of our facebook page where we just list the, the events yeah. where they are at and the dates yeah, and if you can comment in there if you want to add your inf- your event information in there, and we can always edit yeah. that for you. So that's not a problem. Yeah, so it's good. So you have like a, sort of a, like a Horace Heresy running calendar of events going on around the world, and you know just the basic information that people need to 
no. So obviously, if you have a link or a contact detail or a Facebook page, then we can just link that in straight into that posted thing. So we run it like sequentially. So like whatever is going on in, well, now it's December. So whatever is ever going on in December, we just put that December of REI. Yeah. Uh, Malmo, uh, you know. Event link. link. Event link. Yeah. Bang. Keep it simple. And then, so done you, and done. Yeah, so you, yeah, done and done. So it's good. It's good to get everyone get an overview of what the hell is going on in the year, and people are going to get fucking cops back how much heresy there really is. Yeah, and we'll get that. We'll get that up and underway as soon as we possibly can on our Facebook page. So yeah, yeah. I th- I think um, I think there's a lot of a lot of stuff that we're going to be catching up on, on when it comes to our next wrap up. But other than that, I think we're pretty good right now, guys. Don't you? Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Fantastic. Well then, if that's the case, then I'm gonna say it's gonna be a good night from me and me. And me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets. Be fulgrim in the sheets. And try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast. Signing off. Let the